Today on Gamerhead Radio, our studio is filled with more hair than 70s porn. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Gamerhood Radio. I am the returning Viking Jesus, Mike Nemitz. Oh, I was waiting for a returning champion. I don't too much, too much raw. <laughs> it, it's 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 yeah, getting that. Um, yeah, I'm back from uh, taking a week off last week. Uh, definitely needed it. Feeling much better this week. Uh, massive thank you uh, to uh, Mrs. Technotronicorn Michelle Worthley for filling in for me last week, and um, somehow. Managing to be even louder than I am. Um, I say somehow, but I'm not at all surprised. Nope. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the other guys around here. Uh, over here, feeling the Twitter for the day, apparently, uh, is none other than goats. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but it's going well. So Twitter hey, exploded in my favor. Yay me. I'm not complaining. <laughs> and over here, who has snazzy new glasses but is not wearing them. They have to be ordered and all that fun stuff. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Is the Technotronicorn... <laughs> oh my god, I'm out of practice. It was only one week. Is the Technotronicorn himself, Mr. Charlie Worthley. Hello. Candy Mountain And joining Daddy. us this week... Let's see if I can remember everything I wanted to... I, I, I rehearsed this. He's the editor-in-chief of Save Continue. He writes for Heavy Blog is Heavy. He's... A decent musician, I believe. He's a pretty good photographer. He's the Andrew WK of the gaming world. Apparently. I'm going to need context for that one. <laughs> um, over in this corner is Mr. Kyle Gatto. Hello, everyone. That's and apparently so he's a jazz voice. <laughs> um, Tell us a story, Kyle. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it all started 15 years ago. I'm bored already. <laughs> um, thank you, Kyle, for joining us. Um, taking time out of your busy schedule of eating pie and penning cats. Unfortunately, I don't Wait, have that. Is that, that your job? On. Seriously? <laughs> no, I wish. Where do I sign up? No, I wish that was. But I didn't have pie for lunch. That was amazing. <laughs> when you oh. petting a cat while it was happening? No, unfortunately, there are no cats in my vicinity at the time. What the hell, Mike? Uh, I'm just glad everything Mike's, a, not Mike's just a liar. <laughs> Maybe that was my dream, Kyle. <laughs> I, I believe that. I, <laughs> I thought regular Kyle was your dream, Kyle. Shh. Anyway. Not here. This is getting a little awkward. <laughs> um, that's right, folks. We're doubling up on the gaming journalists in the room uh, for the week. Um, but uh, we'll we'll get to why Kyle's here in a little bit later. But anyway, um, so th this is a big week for game releases. Finally, the, the the big releases are starting to roll out, and it's gonna the the, the train is just gonna keep rolling. The, one of the biggest games of the fall. Just just everyone's been waiting for it. There's there's millions of dollars invested in it. There's no way it could be a commercial failure whatsoever. I of course say that NHL 15 is out this week. Oh, thank God! I've been waiting. <laughs> um, and and hi. <laughs> Hang on. What's, what's this? I'm getting a, a... Apparently some game called Destiny is out this week, too. <laughs> I've never heard of this game. Some, like, indie game, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the developers, they've never made anything of, no, of mention before. Nope, nothing. never. Absolutely no. nothing. Definitely not Halo. Nothing. Absolutely no. nothing. 
or marathon <laughs> throwback okay uh, <laughs> so yeah um anyway uh kyle i told uh, told you kind of how the show works but we usually start off the show with how what we've been playing this past week um uh, so we'll we'll begin with you. Uh, what games have you played this week? Well, I've just been drowning in a pile of tears. Um, oh well, that's that, depressing. <laughs> no, of course it is. Uh, no, actually, I've been playing Danganronpa Two: Goodbye Despair on my my PlayStation Vita TM. <laughs> Kyle uh, managed to convince me to get the first game that I still haven't started because I'm a horrible person. But you know, he, he's been gushing about the second game so much that I'm like, okay, maybe I'll look into it. I'm not familiar with this game. What what kind of game is this? Um, basically, they're visual novels mm. in the sense, but they also have courtroom settings. So if you combine the murderous intent of something like Battle Royale or Zero or the Zero Escape games, Virtue's Last Reward or Nine Nine Nine, and then the courtroom settings of Phoenix Wright, it's <laughs> it's it's basically a super Japanese handheld game. It's very cool. That even I had to look at funny. It's like. Would I enjoy this? So, so it's kind of like if the Japanese made a visual novel game about SVU. No. <laughs> no, basically, that was my takeaway. No, not correct at all. Sorry. No, good, basically, try, good try. Basically, what happens is that uh, you have this colorful cast of characters, and they're trapped in this place, and the only way they can leave is if they kill each other. So, where does the courtroom come in? Uh, they have to find out who the killer is. I can't wait to play the game. Okay. <laughs> wow, no. sounds like a weird Yeah, so I mean, game. basically basically what it is is that um, you have you have your cast of characters, one of them kills one another and they do, try to do it in secrecy and then you all come together and to figure out who the killer is, you have the courtroom, you present evidence, there's this, there's that, and if you find out who the killer is, they only they get executed, but if you fail to find out who the killer is, they get to leave this game and everybody else dies. So is this is it the kind of thing where like you can whether or not you guess it right does it affect the gameplay like oh uh, no it has a set story unfortunately okay, okay. but I mean I, I got it I'll put it in Charlie speak okay, okay good. <laughs> it's Clue meets Hunger Games is what it sounds like <laughs> like Mr Penelope or whatever the hell his name is with the pipe. <laughs> Yep. Mr. Penelope? Yes. I, I, I am a clue aficionado. No, but he killed so-and-so in the metro station, and now you're all going to die. That's actually startlingly accurate. Okay. <laughs> yes, I can listen. Um, anything else, Kyle? Uh, no, actually, that's pretty much it. Wow. I know. That, whatever. Uh, I played Diablo 3 a little bit, but... Well, oh open. man, you're gonna get along great with Goat over here. <laughs> so since you aren't here week to week, we'll open up the bubble a bit. Aside from this last week, is there anything that you played recently that you've really enjoyed? Uh, let's see. This past weekend, I played Bloodborne, Bloodborne, and I played. Oh, that's right. You were at PAX. Yeah, the Order eighteen eighty six. Evolve. <laughs> I played all kinds of neat things at PAX. How did you like Evolve? Uh, Evolve was actually really cool. Okay. I ended up taking the role of a monster, and I enjoyed slaughtering everybody. Cool. Nice, nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it actually plays really smoothly. I'm glad it got pushed back uh, to February. <laughs> so that it they plays could... really well. I'm glad I'm not going to play it soon. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, no, just, I February is the new Q4, unfortunately. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. True. Very cool. Uh, Goat, what did you play this week? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> got lost in Hunger Games Clue. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually have been finishing... Games like Mad. I don't know what's going on. How? I don't 
No, but it's working, and I'm not going <laughs> to fix it. Uh, finished Diablo 3, first playthrough, as a, barbar- bar- blah, blah, blah. As a barbarian. Uh, it was fun. Uh, got up to level 42, miraculously. I was shocked. Uh, great, awesome, well worth the money. Yeah. Uh, extremely satisfied on console. Mm-hmm. Um, way cheaper than PC. Uh, <laughs> then yeah. I finished uh, Walking Dead Season 2, mm. as you do. Yeah. Uh, How does your heart feel? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You're, you're asking the wrong person yeah, about uh, how his heart feels. <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm uh, in the lower tier of like-minded players because this last round was way like point or five percent of people made the same choice I did at one point. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. But that doesn't surprise me. No, yeah, it didn't surprise me either. I'm like, yeah. Um, and then I started uh, Guacamole Melee today. Yes, today. Today. I see you've been coming across the various gaming references that are in there. Oh yeah, it's all it's all <laughs> goaterized, and I'm all about it. Um, apparently, my Lord and Savior is in the game. He is uh, <laughs> teaching me random melee moves, which I'm okay with. So awesome! You had, you had a busy week. Yeah. Oh, and I also tried uh, the the rhythm final curtain. Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Yes, that. <laughs> Try the demo. Uh, that was a horrible idea because now it's going now to be you a very long week. Yeah, I know. So I'm still trying to... I, I still... I want to know if I won that contest or not because I've got the game pre-ordered, but if I want a free game, then... You don't need to pre-order. Yeah, I don't need that pre-order anymore. Bye. <laughs> so. When do you find that out? I don't know. They didn't say. Okay. I would assume by the time the game comes out because... The, no, it'll be the 17th. Some of the winners will be in the launch trailer, so... Cool. That everything? That's everything. Very cool. Charlie, I beat Watch Dogs. Yay! Yay! I'm so upset that this is an achievement. <laughs> um, How many games have you beat this year so far now? Like three? Um, that's about accurate. No, no, no. I, I could actually look up the answer to that question because, of course, I have them all on the spreadsheet because I'm a geek. But um, he's not. Uh, he's not it's, kidding. It's, by it's, the way, it's not. It's not many. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, you know my my not having to buy a game for the rest of the year hopefully will help with that. Um, but but no, I um I, I enjoyed it enough where I don't regret the purchase. Um, I ended up with an overall ninety four point eight percent completion. Wow. Damn. Um, the only things I didn't do there's two songs that I haven't been able to find that I don't care enough to look like look up how to find them just because whatever. Um, there's no achievement for getting a hundred percent, which I find to be weird. So you're but, like yeah whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Um. There's um I did all of the online stuff except for the um the uh, the group one the group hacking just because mm-hmm. yeah. people people are assholes and um, <laughs> and then um I probably will finish the one on one hacking because I actually re- do really enjoy that mm-hmm. um but I finished all the races um and uh, all the other stuff I know it's weird um but uh, f- why didn't you stream that that would have been hours of fun why didn't you if, stream if that? I had my connect hooked up I would I still haven't put up the stupid shelf you, to you don't, need, my you don't need your connect hooked up just yeah, just just it's, it's more interesting it, than it is but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely enjoyed the game. Um, as the second that the season pass goes on sale at some point, I'll probably pick that up to do the, um, the, uh, the, the, the T-Bone missions. And yeah, I was going to say, comes out later. You, you, I remember you guys were talking on last week's episode about how that was one of your favorite characters. Yeah. He, was one, he was one of my two. Yeah. Um, and, and then suddenly the DLC was announced where you play as T-Bone and I'm like, well, that's right up Charlie's alley. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'll just wait for the season pass to go on sale at some point. I don't need to play it right now. Yeah. But um, and then um, Michelle and I are almost done with Puppeteer. We only we uh, we just finished uh, chapter six of seven. Mm-hmm. So um, we just have those last three acts to go to. Still loving it. Um, I wish you were here for the conversation about it last week. Um, or no, two, no, you were here. That was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, so yeah, take that back. But yeah, so still loving it. Um, and then uh, I started Child of Light. Um, really? Yes, and um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I only played it for like maybe a couple hours last night, but um, very 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 happy to find out the player two can control the little firefly and collect the gems. Well, I should say Michelle is very happy to find out the player two can control say, the firefly she, and collect she the gems. So, went yeah. all on about that a couple She's weeks like, ago. You have to stop playing right now. I'm just like I didn't know this was going to happen. I don't know when this saves. Like I didn't, I need to, to play globally. She's like you're collecting my gems. You have to stop. I'm sorry. It's pretty much how that went. Um, but uh, but yeah, gorgeous. Um, Very cool. I saw it. It's, it's like it. I, 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 I knew what it was going in. I'm still finding myself to be surprised at how RPG like it is. I didn't know it was going to be this much of an RPG, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I still need to look into it. But it's on, I think it's on sale right now on Xbox One for like ten bucks. Mm. Like nine bucks or something like that. I need I need to do research on what platform I should get it on. Since I have options. PC, of course. Really? Yeah, really. Like really PC? Really like is PC. is there a particular reason the PC version is better? PC Master Race. <sighs> I'd say Vita, just so you can get the dust off it. I considered no, has, that. He has Dangarumpa now. So. Oh, yeah, I, I dusted off my Vita just to download that and eventually play it, and now it's in like a dust sleeve, so I don't have to spend an hour getting the stuck dust off of my Vita anymore. That was a nightmare. Can't air, huh? Can't air. No, I did that. It still had like, like you don't understand. I haven't actually touched that thing in probably close to a year. Good purchase. I didn't buy it. It was a birthday gift. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, I've had a conundrum. Have you had? Well, I I know this is true for all of you, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Have you ever been so excited for a game that everything else just seems like a chore? Yes. Well, I know you have. <laughs> so, like, like you're so burnt out of everything because it's not this game you're looking forward to. So you're saying all other games feel like a chore. Right. Okay. Um, I can understand what you mean. I, I can't recall if I've ever felt that way, but I can understand what you're saying. So, uh, I, I'm for some reason, this past week, it was probably because there's currently a sale going on the Nintendo eShop, I'm ridiculously excited for Smash now. Like, unbelievably. Like, I'm looking into all the music. I'm, I, I pre-ordered all 12 Amiibos. Uh, by the way, guys, um, his name is Pit, not Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus is the name of the game. Oops. <laughs> That's okay. That's what I get for not being here. Um, so, uh, I, I pre-ordered all 12 Amiibos. I've, I've got the... I've, I've, I, I want Super Smash Brothers so badly, and the fact that it comes out only on 3DS, given, but the fact that it comes out in less than a month on any platform at all is like... It's like it's right there. It's right there, and I want it. I could grab it, but it's not So, here. side note, are you getting the new 3DS? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I did manage to play a few things this week. Um, unfortunately, I... <laughs> 
I got a notification on the Wii U that said, hey, we've got a Super Smash Brothers sale. And I'm like, I won't buy anything because I already own most of those things on other platforms. So I immediately bought Punch-Out! and Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> because why not? And so I played those. No, I'm quitting heroin, so I'll just take this, this <laughs> pot and some LSD instead. Because <laughs> that's better. Slightly better. <laughs> That would definitely make you guys know me. That would definitely make gaming more interesting, though. <laughs> um, I also started playing. Uh, this wasn't on the Smash sale, so I don't know why I picked it up, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Pushmo World. I've heard of this. Uh, which is a puzzle game. It's a Nintendo developed thing. You 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 push and pull like these blocks to be able to climb up them and get to a point and save a kid. And it, it's pretty neat. It's it, it was only ten bucks. It's it's a neat little puzzle game. I use does it, it. Play like Catherine because you just the way you just described it, it sounds like it plays like Catherine. Uh, it doesn't not play like Catherine. That doesn't help me. But okay. <laughs> it's it's not a lot like Catherine. Well, I'm guessing they're fully clothed. It's, it's, in this. It's, it's, I, I imagine that the story and the, the aesthetics. Imagine are Catherine if it wasn't such a grand scale, and okay. if it was like the simplicity of a mobile game instead of a full retail release. But I mean, just in the, in the case of like you're it's, rearranging it's, it's, something it, to it's climb similar, up. Similar, yeah. Okay. Got it. Si- but but similar, not you know. Um, I didn't imagine there was sucky by in the game, so. Well, I don't know. I'm only on like the sixth <laughs> level, so. Okay. Um, Still a chance for sucking up. <laughs> There's apparently 250 levels, so. Oh goodness, okay. Yeah, that's that's a lot of things that's for ten bucks. For ten bucks, and you can yeah. create your own puzzles, and you can download other people's puzzles from the internet. So for ten bucks, I'm set for whenever I'm falling asleep and just want to do puzzles for. Yeah, that works. Half an hour. Um, I also probably against my better judgment started Tales of Zillia. Because <laughs> goats nodding his head. Yes. Why, why would you start something that big? <laughs> Well, no, see, here's with the Smash Brothers, no, so no, no, close. No, 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 no. See, here's the thing. I, I talked to Dan, who's been on the show, and yeah. he played Tales of Zillia, and yeah. he, he was telling me, "I'll let you borrow Zillia too." And I'm like, "I haven't even played the first one." And so I did my research and I looked into it, and apparently, it's the shortest Tales game. It only takes like 30 hours to beat, which for only me only 30 will be, hours, huh? Only 30 hours. Well, for a Tales for a Tales game, game, that's like half the length of a normal one. So that's like what a week for you. Two weeks. Okay. But but see, it's it's been lengthened just because I've I had this burnt out feeling because I really yeah. want Smash. So I've only played like an hour or two at a time instead of like, you know, I have a day off from work and I'll just do like a six hour marathon with the game. I haven't been doing that. So just just remember, final curtain or curtain call is coming out. Yeah, I know. That, you gotta, that, you gotta that, throw that in there. I can I can I can do both at the same time. Curtain call doesn't have any rich story or anything like that that I'll get confused at. So anyway, if you get confused on that. Story, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So that's what we did this week in games. Let's see what the industry did this week in games. Okay, so coming in at number five, Sims 4 is out. And um, is it ever? And is it ever? <laughs> um, along with the hilarity that comes with a brand new Sims game being out on the market, um, let, uh, let's uh, we rounded up a couple of the best glitches and even you know uh, their w- way of combating piracy, which is great. Um, so there's apparently um, sticky forks, so like forks that stick to everything or something like that. They Did stick to your hand right? and they go everywhere with you. So your <laughs> your Sims are just like living their lives and just like yeah, a fork stuck. got a surgically yeah. <laughs> surgically added fork to my hand. Yes. Um, the toilets are apparently massive. Yes. 
that can turn into like entire buildings. Like, like, yeah, like your building will like be you live will, in a toilet. Will suddenly be a toilet. Uh, I saw a couple pictures of like they look like demon spawn children, which is weird because children aren't in Sims Four. Oh, so there's that. Um, but probably the best part of Sims Four is the anti-piracy measure. Um, we've covered anti-piracy measures before between, like, Earthbound deleting your save game and, um, you know, Arkham Asylum having the whole you-can't-actually-glide thing, stuff like that. So, the way Sims 4 combats piracy is that if you do anything with your Sim... For, for those of you who haven't played a Sims game before, if your Sim does anything in which they um, disrobe... Uh, such as showering, uh, going to the bathroom, um, whoopee time, whoopee time, <laughs> you know things like that. Um, it'll it'll pix it'll tastefully pixelate it and censor the sim so that they get their own you know privacy and so you know it's a it's it's a what's it's T rated game I think so they can keep their T rating so they can keep their T rating yeah they don't um, want they care about the sim's privacy they just want their T rating. <laughs> yeah, this is a game where you can lock a virtual person in a room with no walls and put it on fast forward and watch them scream and die. I don't think we're really caring about their modesty here. I was trying to be optimistic. <laughs> um, so, uh, but whenever, you know, the pixelation happens, it begins to grow and grow and eventually it just takes up the entire screen to the point where you can't even see what's happening on the screen anymore so you're living in minecraft so you're living in my <laughs> you're living in minecraft or a 16-bit version of the sims 4 which is both impressive and amazing and horrifying at the same time it seems like it doesn't affect the gameplay at all it's just well, no, it doesn't apply, it doesn't yeah. affect gameplay it's you can't see what you're doing so if you grew up in the height of you know 8 and 16 bit gaming you can probably still play that pirated <laughs> copy just fine or you could always sit maybe 50 feet away from your computer and it might be able to make it out i don't think i have a mouse cord that reaches that long the mouse isn't wireless for gaming I mean, like a good one, not like a $15 <laughs> Microsoft mouse. Ouch. $15 anybody mouse. <laughs> Better. The Sims 4 is rated T for teen. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sims 4 is out, etc. And having fun at everybody's expense. <laughs> I, will continually, I will continuously love it when developers mess with pirates. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, it... The more creative ways that people come up with to do copy protection, the happier I am. Oh, yeah. Because it gives us laughs like this. <laughs> Thank you, Sims 4. <laughs> Coming in at number four. Ha! Four. Sim, see? Anyway. This isn't. Weakest segue of the year. <laughs> I will kill myself. As, as long as it's not in Charlie's studio, because because then then the studio yeah. becomes haunted, and then and then we gotta pixelate you. And <laughs> anyway, coming in at number four, uh, Nintendo released on Twitter of all places uh, their release schedule for a lot of their biggest games. Um, a lot of it's not really surprising, you know. We've got um, you know Smash later this year. We've got uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker this year. We've got um, hang on, everyone, prepare yourselves. We've got Bayonetta 2 coming out in October. That wasn't as much as I was expecting. Okay, then. <laughs> um, that was way better. Like, <laughs> I was waiting for like mic stands to fly and shit. <laughs> um, for those that aren't familiar with uh, Kyle, he's... Um, I'm a huge Platinum fanboy. He's a huge Platinum fanboy and somehow even bigger Bayonetta fanboy. Bayonetta is my wife. 
Do you have a band of oh. body, body pillow? So, Not yet. Okay. So it's it's equivalent to VJ's very unhealthy obsession with lightning. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, and your somewhat healthier obsession with Samus? No, it's way worse than both those combined. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Remember, this is the man that wanted the replica uh, Samus suit with the model that was going to be wearing it. Right. That. Yes. yes, in my closet, so I can do with it as I will, at will. Anyway! <laughs> um, these so that's a person! <laughs> No, no, he just wanted the suit. No, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, going into next year, though, Nintendo mentioned that uh, Kirby, what is it, Kirby's Rainbow Curse, something like that? I no, don't that's remember. the 3DS game. That's the, that's the 3DS uh, game. Kirby's Claymation Extravaganza, fucking, I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. No, I played it at E3. I can't even remember what it is. I played it at E3. Sorry. Hey, I, if you're going to be an asshole about this. <laughs> be nice to the guest host. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, uh, Canvas Curse, is it? No, no Canvas Curse right. was the last one. No, that's the DS game. Um, it's a curse with Kirby. It's a Kirby got. game that, that's that's like claymation and shit. It's it looks adorable. Um, yeah, claymation and uh, shit. That that game, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World, and I think Mario Party Ten will all be. What, what is Nintendo's obsession with insert character and some sort of textile already thing? <laughs> We you got have canvas, we got yarn, now we all got I'm, wool. All I'm, all I'm What's saying next? is if suddenly we're playing... You would be... Yeah, oh yeah, Paper Mario. You won't be complaining when they make a Metroid game and everything is made out of metal. I thought everything was already made out of metal. No, like like metal, nearly everything. Like, like metal scraps. Like, you know, like like suddenly Samus's like arm cannon is like a soup can or something. So they hired Art by Joseph as the as the as the visual designer. Yes, okay. <laughs> sounds like a Nobody robot game. Nobody who doesn't game. live anywhere near St. Charles is going to understand that reference. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so uh, so those will be coming out earlier in the year, and then uh, next year we're going to simultaneously not literally simultaneously, but at, in the same general vicinity, uh, the release of the new Star Fox on Wii U, Zelda on Wii U, and Xenoblade Chronicles X on Wii U, um, which leads me to believe that Nintendo is going to have the best holiday season ever next season. Um, because that's really stacking the deck. I, I still can't believe that Zelda is going to come out that quickly, though. Wii U for best console. Well, you and I love the Wii U. I don't think anyone else will. I mean, that's a full year away. Nintendo doesn't typically announce stuff that that far in advance, unless, like, and has Nintendo ever announced a game more than a year it would before it would come out? Before? Twilight Princess. When what was their lead time on that? It was like two and a half years. Wasn't there have been it? very like few that? exceptions, but at the same Smash. time, but at the same time, they, it's like they, the only right. company not floundering for titles right now is Sony. Microsoft is announcing things that are well over a year away. Nintendo is so. Yeah, everybody's struggling right now. That's true. For Sony. Yeah. I, th I think Nintendo might uh, might have released this re release schedule um, to try to generate additional hype and with everything else that's coming out um, because they Smash is going to be like their big like mainstream Wii U game that's going to sell systems and stuff like that. I'm sorry, Kyle, as much as you and I love Bayonetta, it's not going to be the system seller. It's not going to be the system seller. And then next year will be Zelda. And then yep. next year will be Zelda. So Smash is, but Smash is its only like major system seller game this year. Mm -hmm. um, so they need something to like... Uh, new Pokemon, as a matter of fact. Uh, well, new Pokemon. So that'll probably uh, put uh, new 3DS well, uh, a lot of homes. Well, I'm talking about the Wii U. Well, 
I'm talking about 3DS. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Systems. 3DS is doing Just, relatively well. Yes. Um, so uh, so I, I can imagine that Nintendo wanted to put this out and be like, hey, things are coming. If you uh, see that sale along with Smash Bros. and the Wii U console, you should probably pick it up this year instead of next, so you'll be prepared. Put Just... it another way, could you guys buy a Wii U now before it's 50 bucks cheaper next year? Thanks. <laughs> I don't think they would drop the price again that quickly. They're not dropping the not price that, Not without any marquee titles coming out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So That's three new bundles. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, so for part of this, I turned to Kyle. Kyle, they did they did a Bayonetta two um, Nintendo Direct a couple days ago. Yes, that is true. Was there anything worthwhile aside from Bayonetta and a Star Fox outfit? Uh, yes, they allowed. <laughs> Bayonetta's a furry. You didn't oh, see the pictures no. again. I was completely off the grid as far as news this week goes. All my high school fetishes are coming to life. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do um, the rest of us need to leave the room? They elaborated on. I'm saying, I don't know about you. <laughs> they elaborated on the multiplayer, which is really nice. It, um, it's co-op, isn't it? It is. It is cooperative. Uh, you'll be able to take on the bosses uh, in the game, and basically, it's it's an online only mode where you can bet the halos, the game's currency, yeah. and acquire more halos by doing this. Um, it's just like a. a a challenge mode, basically. So you and I are co-oping Bayonetta 2 when it comes out, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay, good. <laughs> That's not a euphemism for anything, by the way, guys. It, it's, it's, yes, it I is. wouldn't care if it was. <laughs> well, you're kind of hairy, get you in a bayonet suit. I'm just saying. <laughs> mildly, ir- mildly irritated that they couldn't do local co-op. Like, one person on the screen and the other person on the TV. I mean, whatever. Uh, I remember specifically that they couldn't do two gamepads immediately just because it like drops the frame rate for games well no i, I like, think severely so, i think so I, I think it might have an i, issue to do I think that. charlie was meant meaning that like one person could play on the television and then another person could oh, play no, on I, the game. I, I understand but i'm just i'm just saying the the division of the oh, okay. of the, the like processing power. You're, you're you're essentially uh, you'd essentially be processing like two things at once theoretically would i mean you, it's, th- it's still the same i mean i don't know how it works but i mean like with any game like when you have when you have a all it is is just the second the second player as opposed to being because I mean it's not any different than when you when you're talking about over the internet co-op. I mean like it's That's just true. it's just a matter of it's like you know you've got the game running one person is to be hosting the game the other one is basically just playing it remotely. It's not like both players are going to be running the game at the same time and having them constantly sync with each other because that, that's not how online multiplayer works. One player is the host and then everybody else in the case of your normal multiplayer matches. Either one player is the host or the host is running on a server in the case of like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Okay. But I mean, in a case like this, one of the Wii U consoles is going to be the host and the other person is basically going to remote into that and then th- that'll probably be whoever is end- ending up being player two and they'll just send their commands over and then you know your game is rendering it's not like you're remotely streaming it your game is still rendering it but all of the actions like all of the decisions that the game is making over like when the boss is doing this and what attack it does and just all that mm. is basically just being being copied over to the slave console if you will and you know it's it's one Wii U making all the decisions and the other one is just a it's just a terminal basically well i don't think that the gamepad actually has any processing power to actually do that I mean, but, it, but it, my, it my my point is that it's still it's still one Wii U making all the decisions, and so with the gamepad, you're just it's just a second display, and of course, you know, we we know that technology is already built into it because existing games already do that. So it would be one person playing down, looking at the screen, and one person with like a pro controller looking at the TV. It's still one Wii U making all the decisions. It's just controlling two characters on screen. Hmm. So like Mario, 
Essentially, yeah. yeah. You can play, you can play yeah. looking down or you can, yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, okay, whatever. But they want to sell more games and more consoles, so why would they do that? That's true. <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah. Nintendo. Coming at number three. Hey, did you guys know the Xbox One launched in Japan? Yes. Apparently no one else did. Um... <laughs> So uh, the Xbox Some, One, I heard not, not, e- not even Japan, <laughs> not even Japan. <laughs> Japan. Some tumbleweeds were very excited. <laughs> There's that one. Do they have tumbleweeds in Japan? Uh, uh, sure. Japanese listeners, can you confirm? <laughs> <laughs> They'll get back to us next week. <laughs> we'll let you know. Um, so, uh, so the, the Xbox One launched in Japan, and uh, we don't know what Microsoft was expecting because uh, shortly after launch, you start to see pictures going to Twitter and NeoGAF and stuff like that, and it's just of like launch lines for Xbox, and the lines are very much like you would find lines here for a major release at midnight. Except without the lines, except without um, the human beings. Yeah, yeah. except with the, the, pe- without the people. And, yeah. yeah, all the I queues mean, were the, set up and mis- all the signage, the, the the cones and the the signs. Mysteriously say devoid of here. bodies. It was, it was crazy, and I I I'm I'm not sure if I expected at least maybe like one or two people like in those lines or something like that to just be like waiting and picking up their Xbox Ones. There was one photo with four people in line. But then you read the caption and... And like three of those people worked for Microsoft of Japan. Uh, well, no, two of them were employees of the store and the other two were reps. <laughs> so none of them were purchasing an Xbox One. Gotcha. No, but they were in line, so it looked good. <laughs> now, how was the Xbox One priced over there? Do we know that? In yen. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> I don't even think it actually matters. Yeah, it's, it's priced competitively. It, yeah, it's not like ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I don't know what the exact ridiculous. number yeah. is, but, but I mean, like, I'm I'm certainly not saying that would have been the make or break it, like uh, like statistic here. But I'm just saying like that very well could have played into it because I you know, if we, I think we've talked before about uh, like consoles and other things like being like way overpriced in, in foreign territories. So I'm just wondering if that maybe was at least a contributing factor. No, um, again, <laughs> well, uh, contributing, oh, not controlling, no, not even contributing. <laughs> I think the, the, the best comparison here is micro, or, uh, Japan cares about the Xbox One as much as America cares about the Ouya. As much as anybody cares about yeah. the Ouya. Well, <laughs> they can put yeah. cues to, to the next county and no one would be in the Ouya midnight when they slide. See, the big difference there, though, is like the Ouya is an independently like released thing, whereas Xbox is, where the Xbox One is from Microsoft, this giant corporation. Um, here. Here, yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, we we know that um, we know that uh, Japan is very proud of their own products and stuff like that. I mean, that's well, why the, that's why the Nintendo does so well. Yeah. That's why Sony does so well. It's, they also have Monster Hunter. On they those also things. have yeah. Monster Hunter on those things, well, and it makes complete sense because they have the other two big guys in house. Right. So who gives a shit about the third guy? Because we have all these games that none of the Western people will ever get anyways. Yep. It's, well, I mean, that brings in the discussion that Microsoft doesn't care about territories outside of North America. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of the Xbox One. Hey, you can watch football on this thing. Who cares? Nobody yeah, nobody outside of America cares. That, that was American football, that was, not, yeah, not soccer. That was yeah. something that I hadn't realized, <laughs> Sorry, too. Sorry, hand that, egg. <laughs> that was something I hadn't realized, too. Um, Charlie, aside from gaming, what do you use your Xbox One for the most? Since you're the advocate of Xbox One among us. Uh, all right, I'll accept that label. Um... <laughs> What do I use it for the most? Aside from gaming. Actually, um, probably even including gaming. <laughs> well, I use it. At this point. Um, I mean, well, I mean, it's 
it's always on whenever the TV's on. Right. So it's, um, you know, but, you know Michelle, you're supposed to say streaming services here. Xbox One, always on TM. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure today it was football. Yes. Like, you know, today we had football and we had the NFL app snapped in on the side. Not supported outside of the U.S. Okay. So I, there, there is a soccer app. There, even if there it was supported out of the U.S., yeah. nobody would care. But see, that, see, that's the thing. A lot of one of the big things that Microsoft is pushing the Xbox One about is, aside from gaming, you can do all this other shit. But like ninety percent of that shit isn't available outside the U.S. So it's like because Netflix isn't, Hulu isn't, um, fucking Amazon streaming isn't, Amazon isn't. You know, it, it, so it's like. Okay, I've got a box that plays a bunch of games I don't care about. I don't think anybody's disputing that North America is their priority. Yeah, yeah. But I just laughed know. that they thought they were actually going to sell more than three consoles in well, Japan. Here's the other thing, though: is Microsoft to blame for that, or is the stores? Because I'm sure yes, Microsoft, Microsoft is to blame for that. Well, see, here's, well, here's, 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 here's you think Microsoft called up these stores and said, "You guys need to set up queues. There's going to be lines," and the stores are like, "Okay, whatever you say." Uh, well, like, I mean, it's uh, it brings it brings in another conundrum um, of. Just Microsoft doesn't care about these territories. They'll launch late. They won't bring support. And when they try to do bring support, it's half-assed. Uh, and, they're and, trying to secure. They're trying to secure like Xbox One, like oh, anime titles or this. They've got Platinum working on Scalebound, which they showed off at E3 when it's not even a quarter ready. Just gonna be so great. It's when gonna it be is. so great. But <laughs> nobody in Japan is gonna care. And then it's got. It's gonna have a tiny audience in the U.S. that includes Mike and myself. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. See, see, and, and, sorry. No, and 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 here's the no, thing. If I, if I wasn't clear, my question was: Is is it Microsoft's fault that we had empty queues to look at? I'm saying if there wasn't no. interest, there wasn't interest. But if there wasn't oh. interest, why are people setting up queues? That might just be the culture there. You, when when I mean, a major could, when a major electronic anything is released, they they might just like be prepared for it like because i think even i think even when the 360 launched at least it had some excitement to it oh man like 12 people in all of japan on an xbox 360 <laughs> and like final fantasy 13 did the worst on xbox 360 over there they, didn't, did, even didn't, re they didn't even release metal gear rising on the 360 there uh, i had no idea they released it on ps3 in japan but not on the 360 oh crazy huh <laughs> yeah so basically it's just a flip scenario it's like all the niche games like mujin souls and stuff over here that they could set up queues for whatever, insert super Japanese game here, and it's <laughs> Mike and Kyle will be in line together going, why'd they put a 50-foot queue up? It's just yeah. us. <laughs> just, we'd, be, we'd be running up and down that queue and be, be like, and I'm going to buy this guy's copy and this guy's copy and this guy's copy. But probably not for Mugen Souls. But not for Mugen Souls. <laughs> I, 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 I admit, I am very, very not diverse in that world <laughs> um we'll see this this has brought up another interesting point on the on the interwebs um should microsoft have released the xbox one in japan at all yes i i, I actually say no i'd say microsoft has no has no business quote-unquote doing things in japan like i mean yeah i understand why they want to break out of that market but they're they can't. It's, it's too late I for them, I and they don't care. I don't think they should have launched now. I think they should have put together an actual like strategy to be able to launch in the market and yeah. stuff like that, and be able to, you know, to, to actually like make people excited and stand in those queues, you know. Yeah. But they didn't do that. They just threw it. It's like, hey, here's Loco Cycle and Crimson <laughs> Dragon and and Titanfall and and a and, bunch of other crap and none of you care about and and fucking. Whatever else it is, you crazy Koreans like. We know you're not Korean, but 
That's the joke. <laughs> no, that sounds like Microsoft's PR. Yeah. That, that, no, that that's is. Very good. <laughs> but that's that's Microsoft's strategy. I mean, they try to they try to shoehorn and be like, hey, you have to be excited about this because we're dumping a bunch of money into it. And it's like, yeah, uh, North, no, North Americans will eat it up, but Japan's like, hey, this is your money. Yeah, this isn't anything that we like. This doesn't have like killing monsters or any i mean you don't they, they don't do like research over there they're not like hey you're not targeting they're not targeting the audience they're like okay here's this thing that we made like it <laughs> i think it's sort of a chicken in the egg situation though so, uh, sorry um the um the i i think that they needed to get the console out there because it, it's sort of the chicken and the egg is like there are no games out for the for the xbox one that the jap that the japanese culture would be interested in because the xbox one doesn't exist there so i think i think at the very least they need to check off the box and they need to at least make it available in the territory so that if they do have the one crazy living in his parents closet developer that wants to make this thing for the xbox one for the japanese community for the xbox at least he has that option they did it's called Scalebound. <laughs> there you go. No, see, now you guys are all talking about the whole PR thing. And the thing that pops in my head is like, this sounds like they they had the great idea to put this out there, make it huge and all that stuff. And then they realized that making like Hot Dog Eating Championship 2014 <laughs> was very wrong of them. And that's the only way they were going to get people excited about it. So they just got rid of that game and just still put it out. <laughs> like, what do Japanese people do? Oh, they do eating competitions. Yes. N- no. No. <laughs> oh. It's just what it seems like. Though. I played like, the shit out of that. Not going to lie. <laughs> only if it was a Kinect game. Then I and you actually it. had to eat the hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then why am I playing a game about eating hot dogs if I'm eating? Why do people play The Sims when they could gamer just, score, bro? Yeah, achievements. <laughs> Mike, Mike, this is why do people play The Sims when they could just do it? Yeah. <laughs> Point taken. So, oh well. Best of luck, Xbox in Japan. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Five councils, guys. That's a big goal for you. <laughs> Countrywide. There was one guy on Gaff who bought one. All right, four one, more councils. <laughs> four more councils, Microsoft, and you've made your Japanese goal. Wow, that's depressing. Anyway, speaking of depressing, <laughs> coming in at number two. Wow, I'm just mastering segues today. Um, just don't fall off a cliff with them. Tah. <laughs> Jokes. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, the, the team behind Elder Scrolls Online was hit with layoffs this past week, um, surprising approximately no one, since apparently the game is really bad. Um, Kyle, I know that none of us played it. Did you play it? I did not play you, it. You did yeah, not? So. Do you no. know that anyone bad. that played it? Because we I, don't know anyone that played it. I know a few it. people who played the beta, and they hated it. And they, I, I know, I knew one person who played the beta and also hated it, but d- didn't you... Didn't you, actually, I actually have one friend who actually does play it she lives in france and she's like super excited and always posting screenshots and i'm like good for you (laughs) keeping the community alive and you and four other people um i I just want to know when this where this game went wrong because this seems this this on paper this is gold i where did they screw up oh they made it (laughs) like we're talking about elder scrolls which everybody loves except for me apparently and i mean the idea of turning that into an mmo i mean on paper it sounds like money and so i'm just where did they go wrong well the problem with that is that mmos have to follow a very not really specific timeline where you have to start and you have to learn the mechanics and then you have to work towards it elder scrolls offer a lot like the games themselves just offer a lot more freedom and you can go do whatever they have yeah. semblances of progression and yes you have these storylines that you can follow but you can basically you're basically free to do whatever you want if you follow the mmo route 
you're kind of on this on this path that you then it just that maybe occasionally you yeah. get to branch out yeah, but it hinders it hinders the idea that it's an Elder Scrolls game and it's just like okay it's an, so, it's an so, MMO game with an Elder Scrolls theme so okay. the fact that they put out an Elder Scrolls MMO kind of sucks like the two things can't exist at the same time just because MMOs are supposed to be a little bit more like you go from point A to point B to point C to point, you know with occasional branching and Elder Scrolls are like you get through the tutorial and then here's everything yeah, basically. Yeah. So, so, what it sounds like, tell me if this is accurate. So they made an MMO that happened to be Elder Scrolls when they should have made an Elder Scrolls game that happened to be an MMO. Yeah, and they yeah. can't really, yeah, they can't really exist together. That's the problem. Okay. I mean, because again, MMOs have to follow a specific progression path. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I completely agree with Kyle on that. Like, that's the beauty of Elder Scrolls is the fact that you're like, all right, I'm gonna go over here. Fuck this. I'm gonna go over here and then completely forget about that for literally like months and then you're like oh i'm missing a quest oh yeah i can go back and do that but with mmos you have to kind of they and they're very general like you, you know you have to go to this boss and yeah. you do this thing which the story on the on elder scrolls is a lot deeper than that just just so you have perspective on where i'm coming from when i have this conversation the only mmo i've ever played was matrix online wow <laughs> <laughs> that's what we said yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I don't really know. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of in the same boat. I've dabbled in Firefall, and I've just played DC Universe, and oh, okay. that's been it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went through an EverQuest phase, and then dabbled in DC Universe, and walked away. I've, I've, I've got Final Fantasy XIV sitting on my shelf to eventually be played when I know that I'll have roughly 30 days of use out of it. Uh, I do. I do also. It's Fifteen dollars. I'm just like, okay, I'll do this. We should use that month together. I'll let you know. Okay. I say, actually, this is I turning gotta, weirdly you sensual. Guys are adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I get my hands on another one, I already have a free coupon for a free thirty days for it. So. Oh. Yeah. And they and they 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 play uh, like PS3 and PS4. They play together, don't they? Well, I have it on PC. But yes. PC plays with the other ones too, don't they? I believe so. Yes. It I think they be. all play together. Yeah, they're all cross cross platform. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. You just um, got to get a keyboard for your thing. More of that, developers, please. Thanks. <laughs> Yes, more keyboard-based we'll console see, games. More, and this, and this <laughs> is platform, 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 platform. Yes. And this is and this is actually a perfect um, this is actually a perfect point I wanted to make. Again, going back to Elder Scrolls Online, is that remember the console versions of the game were delayed to some indefinite point between now and the end of time. Um, Kyle, if I remember right, you think they're going to be canceled outright. I do actually believe they will I, be canceled. I don't disagree with you, actually. Yeah, I said months ago, whenever they did get delayed, I'm like, these are going to get canned, and there's it's going to surprise nobody. That would make complete sense, though, because PC's like the juggernaut of MMO, and if it's yeah, how many MMOs, failing horribly. How many MMOs have been on consoles that have been, like, had these, like... The only MMO I can think of that had, like, a diehard community on a console was, like... It was like uh, Fantasy Final Star Fantasy. Universe Final, Fan- and, Final Fantasy 11 and Final Fantasy 11 yeah. and DC. Uh, yeah, DC Universe still has a pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty free good to play though. That that now. So that, yeah, I mean it, it is now. now. Yeah, uh, Warframe. Warframe is still free to play and that has a pretty good. Is that an MMO? Fo- yes, it is. Oh, I only played like eight yeah. minutes of it. Warframe is. Um, and then what else is on? P- I can't even remember. But yeah, it's okay. I can't yeah. either. No. There's a couple of them. Yeah, but yeah. There, but there's a few. Oh, there's growing, a few on console. Interesting. Oh, Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. yeah, well, that's true. That, that's <laughs> but that's like the flagship for Council MMO. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, um, and Destiny. Destiny comes uh, out on. T- no, it's an MMO. It's a massively multiplayer online. Yeah, Bungie won't shooter. let you call it an MMO. They but call it an MMO. Do they? 
they put, they I thought they were trying to stay away from calling it an MMO. It's an MMO. Yeah, oh. they, they've been putting in parentheses. They're like, Destiny, in parentheses, MMO. Real small uh, text. No, I don't know. I can't <laughs> be excited about Destiny anymore. You, you canceled your pre-order, by the way? Yes, because time. <laughs> All the puzzle pieces weren't fixed fitting together to do Destiny. And yeah, there's far that, better things coming out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Um... So, but for the longest time, one of the things that a lot of people thought was hindering the console versions of Elder Scrolls Online was that Microsoft doesn't play nice with cross-platform playability and stuff like that. Because, like, look at Final Fantasy XIV. You can play on either PS4, PS3, or PC, and all the people can allegedly play together, um, no matter what. But... Once Xbox is thrown in the mix, like Microsoft's, like no, it's our own like Xbox Live service. You got to go through that, and it's gonna, and now it's gonna separate it from all the rest of these guys that are over here having fun. You can still have fun over here, but only with the people that are having the same kind of fun. And I find that to be so weird because Microsoft makes Windows, and that's PC gamers. It's like right, yeah, yeah. Microsoft, what are you even doing? So yeah. Anyway, we're sorry that all those people got laid off. Yeah, our best to <laughs> yeah. uh, our best to all Back the people. To the story. Yeah, we did. Our, our best to all the people from uh, the Elder Scrolls Online team. We hope they land on their feet. Um, and again, um, when the story broke, um, of course, I always love seeing the people, the support from the gaming community and Twitter. You see all these people that are like, hey, we're hiring. We're, you know, that's always yeah. the silver lining to the stuff like this. That, so. that is awesome. I, I love that every time there's like, oh, shit. And everybody's like, oh, we got spots. Come on. We got yeah. spots. Yeah. You know who was really um, pushing it was uh, Cliff Blazinski and his new company, Boss Key. Well, he's probably looking for some really good people. Well, remember, he's working on a free-to-play multiplayer arena shooter, so he's basically making Unreal Tournament that is an Unreal Tournament. Yes. Already, Cliff Blazinski talked about hating (laughs) free-to-play. Right? (laughs) Yes. So, But he's really into making money. He's he, he, yes. needs, he needs more Lambos. <laughs> I met Cliff Blizinski once. He's not as tall as I expected. I didn't expect him to be very tall. He's good well, friends with. He's you're good, a tall guy. Well, well, he's well. No, no, no. I I remember that he's good friends with Tommy Tallarico, and I've met him, and he's like this tall. So I imagine that Cliff would be along the same lines. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a five seven cap in the gaming world. <laughs> Is there, Kyle, you've met more people than me. Is there anyone exceedingly tall that you've met in the industry? Charles Martinet seemed like he was pretty Charles tall. Charles Martinet is very tall. Very tall. He yes. was taller than you. Uh, yes, he's significantly taller than I am. Very nice man. His Instagram is awesome. Yeah, it's Vine. Well, he posts them on Instagram, does, too. Does he? Yeah. Okay, I haven't checked his Instagram. I Yeah, his Instagram is the, the same thing. Okay. So, you should. You Follow should. Charles Martinet on Instagram and Vine. <laughs> Seriously, he t- he takes like the little, like f- little Mario, Luigi, and Wario figures, and like travels around and talks in their voices, and it's the greatest thing ever. But I'm biased. Um, coming to number one, the Swedish gaming king of gaming uh, and Sweden. Uh, and Sweden, um, uh, better known as PewDiePie, has announced that he's removing comments from all of his videos, um, past, present, and future. After he's fed up with how the community has grown over the years to be just a, a slew of, of of spam bots and self-advertisers and harassment and, and just overall bad people. And then he has to weed through all this muck in order to just get through, you know, cause like apparently he went on hiatus for a week, which it's like, yeah, OK, most people call that a vacation. Um, Ironically, we are also fed up with PewDiePie. 
I, I am completely indifferent to this man. I just don't care about him one way or the other. I'm just jealous. Like this well, man, okay, makes, this, man, make, this yeah. man makes millions of dollars a year just playing video games. It's just like wow. The only reason a lot of people know who he is is because he's really fucking obnoxious. Um, so uh, apparently he went on hiatus for a week and he came back and he expected all these comments to be like, "Hey, welcome back," which he always looks forward to and stuff like that. Instead, he had to weed through all these people. They're just like, hey, check out my stream. And like, hey, PewDiePie, you're a fucking faggot. You know, stuff like that. Just normal the internet. YouTube comments. <laughs> yes, the internet. The internet. <laughs> YouTube commenters. He's mad at the internet being the internet. I, I think this is just... The, the thing that I gather from this, again, this man gets paid millions of dollars to play video games. And that's not enough for him to deal with a little bit of... Uh, the internet. <laughs> well, at, at the same time, I mean, it's just like people don't deserve that. I mean, it, I agree. It, 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 it comes. It comes in with the idea that, that, I mean, what's happening in the world right now in our in our little community? People hate each other so much. Yeah, that's yeah. an understatement. How old yeah. is this person? Uh, he's like mid twenties, something like that. Yeah, mid twenties. He's he's okay. not very old. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm I, sorry I, for interrupting. Oh you. no, no, no. <laughs> that's why I do the hand thing because I have a bad habit of it, and and I'm gonna unleash right now. Because oh, you're oh, back, folks. Go. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> Got my drink. Got my drink. Dollars as a mid twenty year old on the fucking internet doing literally nothing besides playing video games, which is awesome for you. With that comes a shit ton of bad people on the internet and the responsibility of having to deal with it. If you don't want that, then don't do it. <laughs> but millions of dollars. Exactly. So <laughs> you kind of have to yeah, balance it out. I, and it sucks that you got to deal with it. It really yeah. does. While I agree with you, I also don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's what, what? it is. No, I mean, oh, I, 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 I can understand what you're yeah. saying. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I understand that, hey, you should deal with it because you're making millions of dollars. But at the same time, it's like people don't need to be such jerks. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have, I mean, you don't have, you're not. Uh, the, the, the words. You you have to deal with it because that's what it is and it sucks, but you shouldn't have to. I completely agree with that. But the same Wow. I can't believe that something that sensible came out of goat's mouth. <laughs> I can't. There, there's a human being I mean, in there somewhere. I, 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 he, I know, he lets but, himself be known every I, now and then. I, I, I know, but like, 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 just like that, like, I, everyone in the room agrees with that, like, completely. Usually there's at least a little bit like, well... Sorry. No, so, 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 so what we're all saying is, listeners, buy lotto tickets now. <laughs> and start a streaming service. <laughs> no, I, it's, 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 he should be aware that this is the nature of the beast. It's, it's the, it's the kind of thing where it's, you know, if you want to be a mechanic, you have to understand that you're going to get your hands dirty. It's, yeah. it's that kind of a thing. It's like, you know, you could be the best mechanic in the world. You could be being paid all this money to be a mechanic. But if you're going to complain because of grease stains under your fingernails, I mean, like, you kind of have to know what you're getting yourself into. And, and even better, you're going to have to deal with customers who think they are a mechanic. <laughs> which is basically what he's dealing with. Yeah. Like, you need to fix this. I fixed it. We well, didn't do it my way. Then why did you bring it to me? <laughs> Which is basically that, what he's that, dealing with. That, that analogy is so relevant; it's yeah. not even funny. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so I mean, I'm sorry for you, dude, but like, you know, suck it up. Yeah, yeah. I still can't. Stand and I, impl- him. I, I definitely fully applaud. If get rid of the comments, everybody who does this stuff, the best thing you could ever do, get rid of the comments. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it. 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 They are not needed. All you're gonna get is trolls. 
the, with the neon hair and twitch forks. <laughs> if you don't want to deal with it, and I don't blame you 110%, no comments. Problem solved. If he, since PewDiePie is a streamer, wouldn't they have twitch forks? Oh. 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 <laughs> I have to cut your jib, sir. <laughs> What's a jib? I have no idea. <laughs> I heard about oh. Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's your. Never mind. <laughs> yes, that's his takeaway from Family. No, that's his source of reference for that phrase. What? what, what? Nothing. Uh, nothing. That's why I said never mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Netflix has failed me apparently. Speaking of, don't read the comments. <laughs> Uh, we've got Kyle here for some reason or another, so let's get to that. <laughs> Hi. So we've got Kyle in the studio. Um, I had a couple things that I wanted to have Kyle here for. Um, first and foremost, um, Kyle is the lead writer, correct? That is correct. I am the lead writer. Uh, on, a, uh, on a project called Game journal- Journalism. Wow. <laughs> New word, folks. Game journalism simulator. It's a portmanteau of journey and journalism. Yes. <laughs> I'm hey. in. Hey. Um, Kyle, would you be willing to tell us a bit about that? No. Oh. Well, <laughs> that was the end of the video. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. We'll see you next week. Um, research. Remember that research thing we talked about? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I already know about it because I hang out with them every yeah. so often. Unfortunately, but. we haven't divulged a lot of information about Game Journalism Simulator, but it is going to be a significant keen eye about what's happening in journalism and what has happened over the years, but it will also feature a parody style Mm-hmm. Of what happens in our world, Mike is you know, yeah, we're like both a, journalists. Like a tongue-in-cheek commentary on the situation, more or less. Okay. Yes, I mean it's going to uh, it's going to be uh, an RPG. Okay. As a matter of yeah, fact, it, it, so. describe the gameplay to them because you told it to me, and I, I was like, I I love the idea behind it so much. We're not ready to reveal that yet. Oh, <laughs> I know you you got an exclusive. <laughs> No, take, take um, down those tweets, Mike. So I can't <laughs> tell them that it's going to be a dating sim where all the characters are you. You can say that. Okay. <laughs> Oops. No, it's a, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we're not ready to reveal a lot about uh, Game Journalism Simulator, uh, other than the fact that it is just going to be a tongue-in-cheek uh, look at game journalism in general and it's not going to focus on the whole writing aspect it's like oh you're not going to slave away in front of your computer and try to polish out articles it's going to take in the fact that we have these these trolls and social justice warriors and the pr side of things and how publishers can be good or bad and uh you know like valve versus activision for example is mm-hmm. quote unquote good and bad publishers and yeah. how people try to do things for money or you know it's how we cry for uh, just for people to understand what the commenters want and how people want validation in their opinions and things like that. But, I mean, it's it's mostly going to focus on this small ragtag, ragtag group of journalists just trying to build up something from nothing in the struggles that they face right. in the world. Now, um... All while being funny. All while being funny. Um, we hope. Well, with with you writing it, <laughs> okay. So it's not going to be funny at all, unfortunately. <laughs> new, new, new new development not, in game journalism simulator. Not funny at all. I not, apologize. Not the uh, direction I was going, but okay. Um, so, are, are you are you looking to um, do do you want to since it's going to be an RPG? Um, I'm assuming that you're the 
story is going to be not just like a throwaway thing because I know you you love like deep stories and stuff like that. Oh no, it'll have a it'll I'm not going to say it's going to have an intricate story, but well not not yeah. not like you know like Oscar winning shit, yeah. but you know it's not going to just be like, "Hey, you're this guy." No, but I think I think it'll I think it'll be involving. I mean, a lot of us are 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 you looking more to um, kind of craft your own thing, or maybe like bring real world events into it and try to like piece around those? The answer to that question is yes. <laughs> okay, so so both. I mean, it'll have real world events, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, it'll it'll basically be a fantasy story and it may or may not involve actual people in the industry. Mm-hmm. I may or may not be a character in the, in this game. Um, we haven't quite decided. Um, but yes, there will be, there will be people that you recognize and there will be parodies of people that you recognize. Um, You're not going to tell us any of them, are you? No, not yet. Oh, <laughs> you, you told me a few of them a few weeks ago and it was just, it was gold and it, it's just, God, it's gonna yes, be so great. But there, but there will be there will be clear quote unquote heroes and villains in the story, mm. um, and anyone can probably derive who the villains and heroes <laughs> are within game journalism as a whole. But I mean, it's I mean we're we're gonna we're gonna have fun with it. That's the most important thing. We'll have fun with it, and hopefully people will laugh. Now, originally, because um, I follow some of the guys involved with it on, on Twitter and stuff like that, especially like you and, and uh, Jason and stuff like that. Yeah, Jason Evangelo from Forbes. Mm-hmm. I was always wondering how to pronounce his last name. Yeah, Ev, Ev Angel Ho. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> um, and you guys originally put this together as a joke. Uh, yeah, it actually just started as a joke. I mean, and, he, he kind of got fed up. He, he saw Rock Simulator 2014 get greenlit on Steam. And he's just like, you know what? Just screw this. I'm making I'm making game journalism simulator. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like we started seriously thinking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and it was his idea. And I'm like, all right, I want in on this. So it's just like, all right, you're 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 doing this part, and you're doing the writing, and you're in charge of character design and whatever. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and and then uh, and then sites started actually picking it up, and they started covering it, and it was it was ridiculous from there. It was like uh, joystick picked yeah, it up. Joystick picked uh, it up. Rock paper shotgun uh, did it too. Uh, God, I can't remember who did it first. Uh, it was CVG, wasn't it? I no, it wasn't CVG. Something, it wasn't like CVG. That. It was uh, Silicon Era. Silicon Era was the oh, first right. one to write yeah, anything yeah. about game journalism simulator. Thank you again, Silicon Era. You guys are great. Um, that that was kind of surreal for me too because I remember you talking about it and, and, and stuff like that, and then suddenly, like, yeah, like you know, within a week, uh, just started seeing these like posts I, proliferate. I'd be, I'd be scrolling through, like, like I said, I was scrolling through Joystick, and then it's like the, the, the game journalism's making game journalism simulator. And I'm like, this can't be the same one. This is the same one. This is this is nuts. It was it was it was so surreal. But it, it's actually super funny because uh, recently there was a PAX panel. Um, which featured Evan Narcisse of Destructoid, Alexa Ray Korea, and Mitch Mitch Dyer. Yes, Mitch Dyer of Polygon and a few other uh, journalists in the industry. And they said that their panel was inspired by Game Journalism Simulator. Really? Wow. Yep. And I'm just like, this is crazy. I want to talk to them after the panel. I'm like, you have to put a stop to this Game Journalism story right now. This is an official <laughs> cease and desist from Game Journalism Simulator. We all had a laugh, thankfully. But um, I was gonna say, how no, did that end? No, we, we all had a, we all had a good laugh. Uh, Dan Amrick was there too. Uh, he works at Ubisoft, and he is uh, he is the community guy for Rocksmith. 
as a matter I, of fact. So. I'm getting the sense that you weren't ready for it to blow up like it did. No, not... I had, I had no idea. I'm like, okay, this is a cool joke, and we're actually going to do it eventually. And then people are like, hey, this is a cool joke, and we want to talk about it. I'm like, oh. So how did we get out to these to these outlets in the first place? Um, Jason has people. Yeah, so J- Jason has a pretty big following. From, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so you guys port. talked about it, and it got just it got it got picked up. On. Yeah, it just okay. it just got picked up, and it's just like, okay, we have you know we have Twitter, we have the Facebook, and all this stuff, and I'm okay. just like, oh, uh, awesome. But yeah. Uh, Jason's the the local tech guy at he's, Forbes. He's, he's he's got like what? It's like eleven thousand followers on Twitter or something, something like, like that. Last I checked, it was like eight thousand, but I mean, it's more now because he regularly gives away like gaming PCs. Oh yeah, and like builds them. Smart smart guy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he, he's. Uh, I used to. Um, uh, back in the day when he dual wielded uh, am, uh, examiner and video game writers, mm-hmm. um, I, I very briefly worked with him, so it was kind of cool to see his name pop up again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really crazy how um, you know how 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 game journalism simulators have blown up and stuff like that. You you guys don't uh, you don't have any like prospected like timeline as far as like when release might happen. I'm guessing because you're so early on, early on. We're old and busy, unfortunately. So it's 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 yeah. I, I got the sense that this is really kind of like a, a passion project for a lot of you, since you all have you know your actual game journalism jobs. Large <laughs> large production is on hold at the moment, but I am working on the story, and so yeah. It'll be out between now and the end of time. Yes, definitely. Okay, it, it is. It is still happening. You, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, release window for Game Journalism Simulator, a Gamerhead Radio exclusive, between now and the end of time. Before the end of next year is what we're hoping for. Like fingers crossed. But yeah. Who knows? Very cool. If people wanted to know more about Game Game Journalism Simulator and follow its progress, where should they go? Uh, you can find. Uh, you can find on Facebook. On Game Journalism Simulator, and I forget the Twitter handle. Game, I think it's Game Journal Sim. Yeah, Game Journal Sim uh, with an O. That, Game that, Journal. That's that's G A M E J O U R N O S I M. Yes. And I, I made that Twitter, by the way. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very very. Uh, I'm proud of you. Yes. Um. Okay, so since you uh, since all any other details I could bug you about, you're gonna keep under wraps. Um, so I, I said that I said when I asked you to be on the show that because um, we had to push it back a few times because we were busy and then you were busy and, and stuff like that. So my stipulation for you pushing uh, your appearance back another week was that you have to have um, you have to share with us at least one ridiculous PAX story because you were at PAX last weekend. Man, at, um, at least one. You're more than welcome to share more. <laughs> Because God, I really wish I had like really ridiculous pack stories to say. You've had you've had a well. I mean, you could pull from your like you've told me ridiculous stories from like packs and E three and stuff like that before. You can pull any of those out. I got super drunk at E three. That was fun. No, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I have any like quote unquote ridiculous pack stories. It seems very normal. I mean, what, what, what was what was your game of show for uh, packs? I already know the answer oh, to this. Uh, Dreadnought. What I, I saw you gushing about it on uh, on social media. What what is Dreadnought? Okay, so Dreadnought is essentially. So if you take those large ship battles from Battlestar Galactica or any similar show, you like, got Charlie's attention. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So if you take those large ship battles, and it's just like these slow moving behemoth ships, and you put in a five v five arena. 
That's Dreadnought. Ooh. PC, I'm assuming? PC for now. <sighs> it's made by Jaeger. They made Spec Ops the As line. As in the liquor? <laughs> yeah. No, Jaeger. Jaeger with a Y. Jaeger with a Y. It's made by the same team that is currently working on Dead Island 2. And they, oh. pre- they had previously worked on Spec Ops the line a few years ago. Um, oh, that was a good game. Yes, it was. I enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, it wasn't the best shooter, but it had like a gripping story. Yeah, it was like, surprisingly it, it, deep. It broke, yeah, it broke out of the traditional, oh, I'm a big monster soldier I'm, a, guy. I'm, I'm yeah. an American soldier, shoot yeah. things, you know. I'm an American soldier. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can keep singing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, Dreadnought. So it's, go- it, it's going to be free to play on PC. Okay. Oh. Hold on, hold on. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm one, of, I'm one of those people I, that has an automatic. I know you. D- you doubt free to play. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. It's going. It's very well balanced, even if it, even if it, in its pre-office stages. Interesting. Right now. Really. Um, did you get a chance to play it, or did you just? Oh yeah, it? I played it like for an hour. <laughs> oh, so good. No. Um, yeah, I played Dreadnought a lot. I got in line. Oh, I got in line. I got in media line like three or four times. I mean, that was. <laughs> you what? Why did you have three badges? By the way, uh, I had two speaker badges, which was strange. I was only supposed to have one say, speaker were, badge. You were only on one panel. Yes. What panel were you? Uh, I was I was on a panel to talk about how to break out into game journalism. So. <laughs> I love the quotes that was pulled from that. When you when you request a review copy, you should probably make sure they actually publish the game that you're requesting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I feel like there's a story behind this. Uh, yeah. Uh, so okay, uh, we're gonna deviate from Dreadnought, uh, which, okay which, which is which is totally something you should keep an eye on. Jaeger, uh, close beta, close beta, January 2015. <laughs> Are, are you paid by them or something? No, it's free to play. Can't get paid. <laughs> so it's free to promote. <laughs> I, I just really like things. No, uh, so uh, on on the game journalism panel that we had, I talked about uh, my site, Save Continue, and a little bit about Game Journalism Simulator. Um, but, uh, yes, Duncan Stanley from Deep Silver. He's the resident marketing and PR guy. Um, and he said that you should probably make sure that the game you're requesting from a publisher is published by them because he gets emails all the time about when Dying Light is coming out. <laughs> which, no, which, note, which that, note that Dying Light is being published by Warner Brothers <laughs> Interactive <laughs> Entertainment who have no affiliation with Deep Silver <laughs> or Coke Media. And how does one make that mistake in the first place? As five, uh, they're this. amateurs. Uh, Deep, Deep, Deep Silver has published... Um, has published the Dead Island series, uh, so so, it, so I mean it's... they have that the zombie affiliation. Okay. Um, the original developers for Dead Island are working on Dying Light. Okay. So I mean I can understand, but it's just like, well, you got to think about this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So so, uh, you you still haven't told us any ridiculous story from like a convention or something like that, and I'm not going to let I don't you. Have any ridiculous stories, and it's you, just I mean, you, you do you you don't want to share them, do you? It, it's okay if you don't want to. Man, they just seem so normal. It's They're like not. okay, guy gets <laughs> drunk. I understand. You told me was Schaefer. Um, oh, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to involve Tim Schaefer in this. Uh, Tim Tim Schaefer from Double Fine. Um, okay, so so I was drunk 
at PAX Prime. <laughs> at PAX Prime. And I'm last enjoying year, the story already. At PAX Prime last year. And I was at the Harmonix party. Um, Harmonix, by the way. Harmonix, folks who yep. make Rock Band. And, and the original and Guitar Dead Hero Central, games. Original yep. Guitar Hero, Fantasia, yep, they are Amplitude, Fantasia. and... And, and they recently released the, the, Dance Central Spotlight on Xbox One what, what's TM. The, what's the game they announced at PAX? It, it's oh, like a, uh, they are making a a shoot 'em up, uh, uh, like yeah, an shoot-em anime up. shoot 'em up. Yeah, an anime shoot 'em up. It's like, called uh, the city. It's called the city sleeps. It's very difficult. Is it going to be risk music rhythm, or is it just yes. a regular? Uh, it, okay. Like every everything that you see on the screen is uh, is like a layer in a song. Okay, cool. So I mean, all the bullets that you fire, all the enemies fire when they appear you know like when they get hurt integrates into the song and it's nice. like it's really cool i'm like this is hard as balls holy hell <laughs> i tried playing on normal i got wrecked <laughs> yeah i got wrecked no wrecked yeah um okay so last year at pax prime i got super drunk at the harmonics party and then tim schaefer was standing outside and i had met him previously at pax east and i'm like hey tim schaefer uh, okay um i didn't say hey tim schaefer i'm like hey you're the guy. I took a picture with you <laughs> at PAX East earlier this year. We did the horns together. And I was so drunk. And I couldn't remember his freaking name. <laughs> and I'm like, you have a good night. So fast forward to E3. This past E3? Yeah, this past E3. I see Tim Schafer outside of the Sony conference. And I'm like, Tim, I have to apologize to you. I was super drunk at the harmonics party last year. And I could not remember your name. <laughs> I could not remember your name, and I felt so bad. And he's like, "It's totally okay." But I was, I was. Did already... he remember the incident? No, I don't think he did. Okay. He's, he's, he's Tim Schafer. He sees a lot of people, so sure. I'm just like, "All right." Um, but I did. <laughs> I mean, I it sounds like the original incident was memorable, oh, possibly for Tim Schafer standards. So, but yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, and okay, so and I. At this, at, before the Sony thing, I was already a little tipsy because Sony gives you free refreshments, quote unquote. <laughs> but I was sober enough at at that point to uh, to uh, apologize. Um, when the Sony conference started, I was a little less sober than there. And Tim Schafer and Greg Rice from Double Fine were sitting sitting in front of me and my friends. Like, immediately in front of you? No, like, like, okay, well, I was at the end of the row, and they were in front of us, like, six seats down mm -hmm. in the in Sony's press conference, and I was a little louder than usual. <laughs> <laughs> and when Sony's shapes appeared on the screen, you know, the X's and the circles, I'm like, yeah, shapes! <laughs> because I don't particularly have a filter when I have been drinking. So I, 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 I if we were to yeah. go back the, to the video, could we hear this? I'm, I'm just wondering, is this? It's it's very possible. I don't know if they were broadcasting or recording at that time, okay. but it's it's possible I'm to go back. And I know it's possible. I don't know how well my voice projects or where the microphones are or anything of that sort, but I did I did not bother to check. Um, and I had more run-ins with Tim Chafer at at PAX where I was. I was watching them. I was watching them play this game called Gang Beasts, and it's just this ridiculous game where it's like you plug in a whole bunch of controllers into the PC, and then it's just like you try to throw each other off the level, and like these ridiculous levels where there's like a Ferris wheel, or you're riding on top of trucks, or there's this big pool of molten lava, and you're just grabbing each other, picking each other up, and throwing each other. It's like it's crazy. So he's there playing it, and then 
And then he's just like, hey, there's a free controller. Get in here. And he like grabs me and he just like starts playing. And I'm like, okay, I'm playing Gang Beast with Tim Schafer right now. And I'm like, all right. I, I feel like everyone that's had a brush with Tim Schafer has like a Schafer story. Because I've, 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 I've told you guys about when uh, he and I did the meet and greet at Video Games Live a couple years ago, right? And he started throwing markers at Lindsey Sterling and it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> God, that was so great. I would like to throw markers and heavier objects at Lindsey Sterling. Really? This is a this is apparently a conversation we'll have at some point. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, okay. I'll, I'll, anyway, I'm sorry, Tim Schaefer. We'll, we'll be <laughs> Very sure to sorry. pass him along a copy of this podcast of you apologizing once again. Um, okay, so we got we got your crazy story out of there. Was there any was there anything else that like really stood out to you at PAX besides Dreadnought? Uh, yeah, Bloodborne. I mentioned earlier that Bloodborne is going to be awesome. Bloodborne is from the um, from, from, from 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 software. The folks <laughs> yeah. who do uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls and and, and stuff yes, like that. that is um, correct. Does it play like Demon Souls and Dark Souls? More or less. I mean, it's a lot smoother, higher fidelity, obviously, because it's on PlayStation Four. Is it still really fucking hard? Um, yes. Oh, I'm I not mean, playing it though. But I mean, also, I mean, I guess also no. I mean, it just depends how familiar you are with the. Demon Souls, Dark Souls mechanics. I, 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 I played approximately three hours of Demon Souls and threw a controller, and then I had to replace that one, and I never even touched Dark Souls. Well, Demon Souls is actually harder than Dark Souls, so. Well, now they tell me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, as far as mechanics and learning curves and all that, yeah, Demon Souls is harder. How much harder? Twenty percent. Still not touching it. <laughs> But yeah, Bloodborne will be will be more of the same. There's this really there's this really awesome moment where the the guy running the uh, the demos he I, I had cleared this area of enemies and he told me to like look at the wall at a shadow and I'm like okay I'm looking at the wall and he's like all right turn around and I'm like okay so I turn around and there's a tree there and I'm like okay it's just a shadow from a tree it's like you didn't turn around far enough so I turned around <laughs> more. And he's like, okay, look up at that building. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, there's there's huge, like, Cthulhu slash nightmare spider demon thing, like, hang, like, engulfing the entire top of a clock tower. And he's just like, and it's just like, okay, it's got, like, six legs or whatever. And it's got, like, tentacles falling out of its face. And I'm, and he's, and he says, he says, that's one of the bosses later in the game. And I'm like, this game is going to be incredible. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of like the, um, uh, I, that's kind of like the the single moment that everyone loved from Final Fantasy 13 where you get to the moment where you're like everything's open and then suddenly like there's this dinosaur that like crushes something and then this thing the size of a mountain picks up that dinosaur and eats it and you're like oh shit I have to fight that at some point don't I <laughs> um so Bloodborne was cool you yeah you, Bloodborne you, was cool you enjoyed it uh yeah. anything else that you that you thought really stood out anything um, cool you played uh, what, what did what did you think of uh, Order eighteen eighty six? I think that Ready at Dawn haven't made a bad game. I think it's going to unfortunately be very short and linear, but I think it's going to blow our minds it's, as far it, as it, fidelity it, it's, is concerned. It's a survival horror, right? Kind of like no, uh, no. You're thinking of the Evil Within. Uh, Order eighteen eighty six is a cover shooter. Basically. Is it? Yes, it is a cover shooter. Oh, that, that shows was, how much I've been following it. That was <laughs> one of the first things that I was told walking into the demo. He's like, all right, this is a cover shooter. Play it like a cover shooter. I'm like, okay. And lo and behold, it was a cover shooter. But I mean, it's just, it's got this like really interesting old timey feel where it's like the weapon that they give you for the demo, aside from a small pistol, mm -hmm. is like, it's like this, this flint ignition gun. 
and like you have to shoot a cloud of smoke like dust yeah. and then you have to press another button to shoot a flare into that cloud of smoke to ignite it and i'm like that's really so, cool so it's like steampunk like yeah. to the letter yeah it's like super cool how they like how ready at dawn has just kind of crafted this world into it and i mean it's got it's it's gonna have like horror elements to it i mean there's gonna be like monsters and shit but yeah they didn't, they didn't show that in the demo well, I mean, that makes sense, being it's based on, what, 1886? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, glad, I'm glad they did that, though. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not going to... remember there being yeah. werewolves in 1886. It's 1886, here's your Gat 9, go forth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's going to have a lot of cool elements for that. And it actually kind of reminds me of uh, Crytek's uh, Hunt. I'm drawing a blank. Okay, basically, Crytek's Hunt is going to be like an old-timey third-person Left for Dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what? I'll, 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 I'll touch that in a second. I saw it at E3. Um, but yeah, Order 1886 will be really cool. And I, again, it's unfortunately going to be short and linear. What else has this studio done? Uh, they did the. They did, they did all the portable God yeah, of War games. Yeah, they did all the portable God of, War t- God of War games and the PSP uh, Jack and Dexter games. And no, I'm sorry, and Resistance. And, and yes, and Resistance. Uh, resistance on, again, on. On Vita. Uh, is, PSP, is this their Vita. first non-portable release? Yes, this is their first mm-hmm. full co- home console release. Oh, okay, um, but there's this moment in 1886 where it's just like, okay, you have this cutscene, and then it seamlessly transitions into gameplay. So, yeah. the, so the cutscenes are are not pre-rendered; they're real time. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're real time. They're not like they're not like the character models like being forced to do actions within this thing. They're like actual dynamic cutscenes, nice. and you see it transition. I mean. I mean, you don't see it transition, but you do see it transition. It's like, okay, you can move now. And you're just like, that like, was it, it incredibly... Just, it, just sort of, it just sort of clicks with you, like, I should play this now. Like, does the, inter- like, does, like, the interface and the health bar and stuff kind of come on screen? That's your, oh, you that's your cue? You don't really have that. I mean, you have, like, a, you have like a, an ammo HUD, and that's, okay. and that's, like, the only thing that you see. But I mean, like, that's does that pop noticed. in the screen, and that's, like, your, your, your cue to, oh, I can control the person now? You know, I don't recall. Oh, but okay. I ju- I just, that's good. I like yeah, that. I, no, I, yeah. Just, I just saw it, and it's like, okay, cutscene transition into gameplay... And then it's like, okay, uh, I think I think it gave you a prompt to move around with the left stick, and oh, I'm okay. just like, there was no like black screen or nice. you it not not a noticeable transition or anything like that. It's just from one to the other, and I'm just I I was there with my uh, I was there with the DCD Robert Workman, um, another guy. Uh, he writes for Check News, and he saw the same thing like like 30 seconds after I did, and I looked over at him and at some point at the screen, he's just like. <laughs> because <laughs> i did the same thing i'm like holy shit wow it was just incredible to watch i'm like wow video games man <laughs> <laughs> see this is, total side note here this is the kind of reaction i love out of like the gaming industry and stuff like that it's just like that you stop and you're just like video games fuck yeah <laughs> cool well uh i think that's everything we've got for you kyle um but however as is, um, you know, how the show runs. Uh, we've got a reader mailbag uh, at the end of the show, so let's get to that. Okay, so th- th- this is this is legendary, by the way, Kyle's presence, because this is the first time ever in the history of Gamerhead Radio that we've had Twitter questions. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Goat, for throwing up the question today on Twitter. Um, it wasn't a question. It was just a... Hey, hey. questions for Kyle Gatto? Yeah, the schmo's going to be here. You got any schmo questions? <laughs> <laughs> I use schmo in a very light sense. <laughs> um, I, I also respond to fuckhead and... 
You too. That's a very good one, by <laughs> Backstage, everybody's fuckhead. We all go, what? <laughs> fuckhead or Eric. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so uh, we didn't have any Facebook responses, which is a little disappointing, but whatever. Uh, weird. weird. Womp, I mean, just womp. weird. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, I mean, unless we had, like, you know... Cliff Lazinski on like most people are just like yeah this guy does things I don't have any questions for him uh, apparently he's not a Facebook entity he's a Twitter entity no Kyle's <laughs> definitely a Twitter entity so but anyway um, so on Twitter um, I'm probably going to butcher that name at least but I'll get to it in a second um, at the quad skater uh, asks what your take on how is this pronounced Poutine? Yeah, that. Poutine. 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 What's your take on poutine? I feel that it's delicious, but I also feel that it's a malevolent Canadian plan to take over the rest of North America. What? What is it? I. I mean, yeah, it's French fries covered with cheese curds and gravy. Holy shit! Why have I not had this? <laughs> they, I, I think they call. I think they call them. North. I think they call them awesome fries in some places. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Minnesota, probably that kind of. Maybe. I don't know. I don't it sounds know. familiar. I, I just I've I've heard I've heard them that they're yeah. called awesome fries. I think I think it's a really like northern thing. Like a friend of mine in yeah. L.A. just like, like Minnesota. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Square Nix's party um, had poutine. Really interesting. Yeah. Huh. Michelle has partaken in poutine and her many times up in Canada, and she is uh, she's quite the fan. So yeah. All right. Yeah, I gotta go to Canada for some fries. I mean, you could just make them yourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't know my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> That's deadly. You could have somebody else make them. Yeah, I could. Yeah, see, Goat's the guy that um, we won't even allow near the microwave. Yeah, I can handle a microwave for three to five oh, now minutes. Now you can handle a microwave? Three to five minutes if it's ramen. <laughs> if it's in a package, no. And clearly labeled instructions. Yes. Um, at May Ayed, I think, right? Yes, that is so, right. Okay. Um, says, Kyle, what was it like starring in the uber-successful animated Disney film Tangled? Well, it was no walk in the park playing both the chameleon and Rapunzel. Both of them? Did both you, of them. Did you get paid double for that? Uh, no. The chameleon came free with the Rapunzel role. Wait, you were entangled? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I didn't interrupt. Go on. <laughs> um, I, di- I did the motion capture for Rapunzel. Uh, obviously, my voice was overdubbed, but the motion capture was great. Uh, no, your, your voice stayed in as is. It's just all of us that's... Hears it different. Uh, but yes. Magic. Wait, you're Mandy Moore? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> wow, I feel saved. <laughs> nice. Wow. Well played. Excuse me for a moment. I need to go kill myself. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. We'll get through this. <laughs> I don't think he was actually entangled. So what was it like working with Chuck? <laughs> I don't remember the actor's actual name. It was okay. okay. <laughs> I just turned into a Saturday Night, or Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> so, uh, so those are the Twitter responses. Um, now, Kyle, um, we, 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 have a, um, we, we have a regular fan that emails in almost every single week. Uh, she goes only by Songbird, which I'm assuming is her legal name at this point. Okay. Um, She's like Madonna. Uh, I, I I hate her by the way because I hate Bioshock Infinite. I don't think she had the name. She had the name before Bioshock Infinite. I know that much. I hate her. <laughs> we don't hate you, Songbird. Keep please keep emailing us. Please keep emailing. I'm sorry. 
Um, she says, Dear Viking Jesus Goat, Technotronicorn, and Mr. Whatever Bayonetta's last name is, because I don't know if she has one, or Kyle, if you rather. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been called out. And she knows you. Bam. <laughs> Right there, in the title. <laughs> oh, you, you kids are going to get along great. Um, first off, I want to tell you guys I'm so sorry for the NOA mishap last week. I can't tell you how hard I laughed at that, but I promise I'll try to be more to the point. Okay, 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 okay. Kyle, maybe it's just you and I because we've done this for a while. When you see NOA, what do you think? Uh, Nintendo of America. Th these guys decided to Google NOA because they thought it was something particular, and they thought, what did, what was it? It was like a, 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 it's a there, there's a Call of Duty um, uh, uh, guild or something like that, and then something else. Uh, there was a uh, it's an Indian pop star. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's really big in India, like Selena of India, and so they, we were lost. So they were this in terms of whatever these and, and I was I was because I was on the, the show the last question week. was is what do you think about Noah because I'm I'm OCD and anal retentive and this is my fault but I without when I when, when I see three large initials put together if they don't have the periods between them I don't immediately assume acronyms so I just think it's the word Noah so, <laughs> we went with that route. Yeah. So I was so I was listening to the show that they did that I wasn't on last week, and they're going through this, and I'm like, I was listening to it on my phone. I was in my chair, like double face palm, like yeah. laughing hysterically, <laughs> like, oh my god, you guys! But then at the end, we did figure out. You did figure it out cursorily, because <laughs> Michelle was like, "Man, I tell you, this this Google search is really hard for me right now because I just keep finding Nintendo of America." It's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Oh, that was great. But, okay, but so going back to that though, maybe she touches on this, but I want to know what is she talking about with them putting out a soundtrack? Oh, oh, that's right. You guys didn't know. Um, so there's a deal going on where if you purchase, well, you don't necessarily need to purchase it, but um, if you register the 3DS and Wii U version, both of them, of uh, of Super Smash Brothers on Club Nintendo, then you get uh, like a soundtrack, like a two-disc soundtrack, like sampler, quote-unquote, sent to you for free. It's two discs and it's only a sampler? Well... Do you know how the, much music is in a Super Smash Bros. The Smash Bros. soundtracks oh, I, I imagine, are massive. I imagine like, there'd be one track per stage. No, it's more than no, that. Like, like, like they have 12, original, they like have original tracks score. per stage. Yeah, oh. they have original scores. They have like reorchestrated versions of like in-game music from the oh, wow. respective characters. Like, isn't the, isn't Brawl's soundtrack like four or five discs? Holy crap! Uh, yeah. I, rem I remember uh, someone who lived on my floor at NIU torrented the entire Brawl soundtrack, and it was something like. 270 tracks. Holy okay, so it's it's more than four or five discs. So, Excuse so me. two discs as okay, a soundtrack right. sampler? Yeah. Context established. <laughs> Noted, the Smash Brothers uh, box set <laughs> soundtrack will be out. So, so, so yeah, that's what she meant. So, oh. so what do you think about them putting out a soundtrack? Since I you can't that fucking question. wait. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be so great. Because they they never released the uh, the Smash Bros soundtracks like publicly, okay. legitimately, like, le legitimately. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, that's they're a basically they basically have to be disc rips, yeah, to get your hands. And is mm -hmm. is there just just trying to follow up on her question because the person to, who to answer it was not here at the time, right? Is there a reason that they haven't done this before? Um, it's two hundred and forty tracks. <laughs> 
or at least putting out a sampler like this before? Um, I, I, I uh, my guess is that they've. Well, we we all know that Nintendo has never really embraced Club Nintendo. Yeah. I think this in this is, country, at least, and at least, yeah, definitely not in this country. Yeah, they don't but, give a shit. I heard it on an episode. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It was just like a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, this is probably them trying to sweeten the deal a little bit. If you want to buy both versions. Um, which is, was already going to happen from people like me, but now people who are on the fence is just like, well, now I get a sweet two-disc soundtrack. Uh, Nintendo, just just stick with me here. You can get all of it and give me the whole soundtrack on one Blu-ray, please. <laughs> yeah, but you can't play a Blu-ray in your car. Yeah, you can. Can but, you? Well, but yeah. but with... you can on a Sony PlayStation 4 TM. <laughs> so just put one of those in your car. No, I can. If, if the head unit is a Blu-ray player, yes. Yeah. Oh. They make those? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play like Blu-ray the screen that pops yeah. out. And if you have a media oh, center, no, I, I'm not. No, 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 no. If you have a stock media center now, they play Blu-ray format as well. Really? Yep. Oh. So like the minivans. Yeah, really? They play Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, but they don't have screens. No, no, no. They have screens. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The media package. Okay, okay. You know, like the soccer mom van with the ten monitors that right, right, you right, had yeah, to have yeah. for the six kids. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I, they I think also one of the reasons that Nintendo hasn't done this is because licensing music is hard, even if you already own it. Especially, I mean, yeah. Con- yeah. especially considering that with uh, Brawl and uh, Smash 4, um, there's been third-party music yep. oh. that they have to... Oh, sure. Yep. I was, Metal Gear stuff. Oh. Like, and like Metal Gear stuff, Sonic okay. stuff, now Mega okay. Man stuff, and, and they have to license, stuff. They license yeah. it for in-game, and then they also have to license it for, for distribution outside of games. And now they have to license it for two separate games, so... And every time you guys say yeah. that, I hear ka-ching, ka-ching, mm-hmm. ka-ching. <laughs> yeah, Capcom and Namco are currently rolling in money, so... Really? For the whole all company? From, all from Nintendo royalties. Probably. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, that'd be like, what do you do between three and five? Oh, we roll in money, and then we go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to work at Capcom now. Not really. <laughs> um... Anyway, mailbag non-answers. Uh, it says you've gotten ideas from people that were inspiring for the game. I'm assuming she's referring to you about uh, Game Journal, Sam. I hope um, so. <laughs> if not, she is. Yeah, not. I hope so. Or else this context is totally it lost. It says you've gotten ideas from people that were inspiring for the game. If you haven't yet, could you tell us a few? Yes. <laughs> Rewind the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to previous feature. Refer to previous feature. Um, In the paragraph of concept, uh, I'm assuming she's talking about the main game journal sim site, um, it goes, navigate the nightmarish and rewarding waters. Does that mean the game is going to take place in a dream or in a spa? Um, So, on addendum to... To earlier and something I just made up right now, it's actually going to be an Assassin's Creed 4 mod, so you will actually have to navigate waters. On the companion app, right? Yes. (laughs) I'm so glad we did this. Um, Will you be able to pick a gender in a game? If so, will there be different situations for a certain character? Um... In the interest of not revealing too much, yes, we will have customizable avatars uh, in the sense that you will be able to kind of find a best fit. Think Fire Emblem. Ooh. Yeah, Awakening. So, I mean, you'll have like a set stock of can, them for can, your main character. Can can there at least be like a set so I can play as me? Uh, we'll look into it. Okay. Yes. Um, the but, beard might be a bit But, large. I mean, we're, we're, going to, we're going to try to deviate as much... From anything that may be considered incendiary, 
uh, in the world that we live. I understand that. I understand that that's a part of it, but it's not like the focus. It's mostly, it's mostly to have fun and entertain. Yeah. Can, can I make one request? Yes. And and it bugs me. It, I need long facial hair and long hair as an option. It, every time I try to make a character in a game, it's one or the other. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, just, we'll look into just, it. Just but, yeah, there's that's, a collective of yeah, us long but, people. Yeah, but no, but the but the the fire emblem thing that's like uh, that's like so it'll be just a stock guy, and you can pick from one through seven and be like, uh, number six looks like me. Yeah, exactly. It's an in, it's an in work thing. So yeah, I mean, perfect. that may happen, it may not. That's oh, yeah. just an idea that we've got. Yeah. It's all but he will replace me. Got gotcha. Trying to work. <laughs> yes. Personal quest. If they if you if you take it away and walk away and go screw that guy, I, I'm okay with it. Um. Will there be any mini games? Even if not, so what do you guys think would fit in said mini game? Uh, yes, there will be mini games, and they will be journalism related. So, like answering emails, no, and sending them. You'll yeah, be you'll be yeah. sending them. You'll be sending requests. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you you heard us earlier. Deleting emails will give you like a, a, a <laughs> yes, a, 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 amazing yeah, uh, like in, intelli- intelligence boost for deleting emails. <laughs> that's be, that's be, not actually true. It'll be built on the DMC thing where you have a forty-five combo deletion. <laughs> Man, I wish I could rack up combos to deleting. Accidentally, accidentally deleted great. a review code minus ten. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, go into the trash. Um, Curse of a print. I what? <laughs> Do you prefer Curse of a print? I think is what that is. It just says curse of a print. That's what I'm getting out of it. So I'm uh, assuming when you uh, write, is it curse of a print? Do you do, do you write when you type? Is it curse of a print? <laughs> I prefer the elegant fonts. No, um, I do I, all my reviews. I, I guess I guess I print, and I, I have awful handwriting anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's okay, I do. It, too. it, it looks like cursive, so but yeah. I I print. Yeah, so don't worry, VJ's got doctor's handwriting. D- yeah, you should. Do, I mean, look at the fucking. Look at the notes. Like, can you read that? Any of that? Almost none of it. Kind of, maybe. It looks familiar. It looks familiar in that I'm, I'm quite the same way. I'm really it glad I brought It looks like English, but I'm not sure. Um, when writing, when writing to talking in general, are there any words and or phrases you avoid or dislike to use? Uh, I don't say I hate things. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll you, say, you, I'll say, I hate things, but play, I mean, play, like in a satiric. You said you hated Songbird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say I hate things, but in, but in like a satirical manner. I'll, I, I have, I have a distaste for things, and I will list reasons why I do not like said thing. But I don't, I don't like hate things. So you intelligently hate things. You just don't. Kyle's just, you don't yeah. internet Kyle, hate things. Kyle's, yeah. Kyle's just not an angry person. No, like, he is like not. The, like the entire time he's been here, he's been totally chill, like joking around and you know, stuff like that. And then he's always like that when we, he and I hang out too. He's like, except sometimes he sings and it's great. He's human. <laughs> huh? He's human. It's amazing. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the, okay. The, this one we all have to answer, um, but Kyle's answer is going to be the best. Pick out another Nintendo outfit for Bayonetta to play in. What special powers does the suit give her? <laughs> be careful. Wow. While you're thinking about that, go. Uh, another suit? For yeah. Keeping the... in mind that there's already a Samus suit confirmed for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep up on this stuff. God, Jesus. <laughs> I think... Uh... Something way out in left field. She should probably have a Donkey Kong suit. 
could be Res- like a, respectable. Yes, could could be like uh, it'll just be like her normal suit, but brown, and she'll have and like she'll a, have a, a cleavage tie. A tie. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no! I'm talking like full on furry suit. <laughs> We've already treaded into furry territory yeah. with the Star Fox yeah. suit. May yeah. as well just go the yeah, distance. Yeah, why not? I mean, come yeah. on. If we're like the, do... the, the eight gorilla pecs and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes. the massive head. Yeah, yeah. Just, just... The oversized wow. tie, yeah. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. So, um, should we have a Captain Olimar suit? And so then her attacks, instead of being made of her hair, would be made of chains of Pikmin. I really that's like an, that. I really like that idea. That's an adorable answer. I, re- I really like that idea. And she's got the space bubble helmet and everything. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that's perfect. I love that. Hey Nintendo, uh, <laughs> we're giving you the Gamerhead green light for DLC. <laughs> if you that's, want all of us to buy the game and a Wii U, do it. Uh, let's be honest. At least half the people in this room are going to be getting the game day one, if not sooner. So that would be the journalistic side of this room. <laughs> Twice at at least. Um, Neither of us are paid shills. Nobody pays us. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll borrow your copy when you're done, probably. <laughs> <laughs> In 2017. You, you won't be able to play Bayonetta 1. Uh, it's digital. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, fine with that. Just, okay. I played maybe a quarter of the way through Bayonetta 1 before I got bored with it. This is the, <laughs> this is the game with the chick with the, the feet, right? Well,ちょっとそんな風に狙うとね。そう。ちょっとそんな風に狙うとね。そう。ちょっとそんな風に狙うとね。そう。ちょっとそんな風に狙うとね。そう。ちょっとそんな風に狙うとね。そう。ち
cameos. Mm-hmm. In, that would in make Marvel sense. Marvel. I'm paying it forward. Yeah, cameo you. Well, they're cameo both me. platinum games. They're both Nintendo yeah. exclusive. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, the, the wonder, the wonder mask. Exactly. I think that would have been fantastic. Or if she had like a wonder red themed suit or yeah. something like that. I It'd think that would have been great. And, yeah. and she could and she could use like uh, you know like a wonder fist, right? I haven't yeah, played the game. Well, I mean, she could use all the various like all the various morphs. That would have been fantastic. Goat's confused. No, no, I just need a dinghy to not drown in the fanboy Nintendo-ness and just pour into this room. <laughs> hey, Nintendo, you've got the Gamerhead green light for uh, How like, anything with the word Nintendo in it. Wonderful 101-style DLC. Please do more things with Platinum. Please do more things. Yes, like Platinum trophies. Oh, wait. Just, no, just like, I think every I think everybody just needs to make games with platinum. That's everyone like, does. That's like the really yes. big thing. Everyone should just hand their IP to platinum at least once, and then suddenly we'll have like, you know, we'll have a Street Fighter game made by platinum, and then we'll have a God, we'll that have would a, be the tightest game. They would. I mean, just just in controls in general, platinum like bar none, platinum has the tightest controls out of any developer in the world. I agree. My, in my opinion. Okay, good. I so agree. the new Platinum Metroid is going to happen if I have to. Oh my god, it's true. God, I wish. Like, the next big it thing. It would play like Vanquish. Oh my god. I don't care how it plays. It'll the, the next big thing that I want Platinum to, Platinum to handle is Zone of the Enders 3. That's, like, my dream. And, and I know that. Fr- and they're friends with Konami now after yeah, Rising. Yep, after Rising. And I'm just like, okay, Rising oh, 2 is probably going to happen. And I'm that'd like, be so great. Kamiya and Kojima are kind of buddy buddy. They, they go to dinner, and I'm just oh. like, it needs to happen. It has to. That needs to happen. So, Charlie, how are you? Um, <laughs> thinking we need to kind of wrap things up here because yeah. uh, it's getting a little steamy on these windows. Yeah, it's getting yeah, a little yeah, romantic. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, uh, th- that was Songbird's email. Thank you, Songbird. Of course, um, we promise yes, that Kyle doesn't actually. I don't actually hate you. hate you. No, and we never hated but you. But you do hate Bioshock Infinite. A lot. There's something wrong with you. No, no, don't get him started. <laughs> don't, don't, I know. I, know. Don't. I remember men- the mention from when we talked about it previously, so I, I know I know not to poke the bear too much on this one. Everybody Whoa. has their series. Whoa. That was, what the hell? That was my bear noise. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Jesus, I thought Divine Heresy was in the building. It was also the intro to the last song he wrote. <laughs> Somebody's doing noise metal on the side. Very cool. Um, cool. Well, that's everything, I think. Uh, Kyle, what things do you want people to know about? This is your place to advertise them. Uh, you can find me on the internet, on Twitter, at, at Kyle Gatto, K-Y-L-E-G-A-D-D-O. That's, like, the number one place to find me. You can find my work at heavyblogisheavy and savecontinue.com. Um, those are two separate websites. That do two separate things. That do, Long that as do, you are all ever. Yeah, that do very two separate, two very separate things. Um, yeah, you can find me at those places. Very cool. Um, Goat, you, Needles has taken off of shows for a while to work yeah, on an we're album. Yeah, on hiatus. Very cool. Um, anything else noteworthy at all? Just buckling down, no, making things, just, yeah. making magic happen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All Staring right. at a cube screen is magic. <laughs> All out. Charlie, what's your beer this week? Um, so I'm going to plug a brewery in general. I'm going to plug Urban Legend Brewing uh, from over in Westmont, Illinois. Um, the uh, the specific beer I've been drinking tonight is called The Creature. It is a black IPA. It's got a lot of body. It just won a third place in its category at the Midwestern uh, Brewers Conference or the Illinois Brewers Conference or some something. But it won a prize, so hooray for them. Hooray! Um, yeah. um, and um, they uh, they don't have it in any sort of take-home uh, capacity, but um, if you happen to make it to their brewery, they also have an Imperial Russian Stout aptly titled uh, Cold War that is <laughs> just delicious. Um <laughs> 
And uh, so, yeah, they, they make some really, really good stuff over there. So if you happen to be able to get by the brewery, awesome. Otherwise, um, they do uh, bottle their beers at the very least. I know they've got uh, several 22-ounce bombers that you can get. Um, I don't think I've seen any other off, uh, size offerings, but uh, pretty much everything else they also offer in 64 and 32 ounce uh, growlers at the brewery. Um, I'd also like to mention that um, I am going to be attending a Ponyville Cider Fest convention. <laughs> you are so excited I about this. I am so this. excited. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's like my two. It's like two of my favorite things in one weekend. It's a it's a cider. It, it, it's a it's a pony convention, and it's also like they're they're having like cider nights and like like cider tastings, and they're having a, a freaking bake sale. Like like there's so many things about this that I just love and cannot wait for. Kyle, did I forget to warn you that Charlie's a hardcore brony? Uh no, I kind of assumed because of the my little <laughs> the the brony sticker on one of the cars out there, oh, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. it's probably not goat. <laughs> <laughs> Good deduction. <laughs> I'm a um, pack bro. But yeah, if, if any. <laughs> If anybody happens to be going to a Ponyville Cider Fest in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, the second week of November, which I believe is the 7th through the 9th. Wow, so you've got a while. <laughs> yes. Yes? I would just like to point out that I never, I, I, I don't get the brony thing, and now I really don't get the brony thing, because it's a bake sale, a cider tasting, and <laughs> fucking ponies. I'm not even mentioning no, no, no. the... Not <laughs> fucking ponies. It's, oh, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't no, promise part, that. Part of, it, part of it is fucking ponies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, clopfop.com is going to make an appearance. So I'm going to stay the hell cl- away from this thing. Clop is a thing and yiffing is a thing. I, mean, I, I, like, I, I know, I know yeah. it is. Uh, <laughs> just, it's okay, Charlie. Bro hoof. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank God. You. <laughs> no, what have I done? What have I done? Um, and I, I haven't even mentioned the Grand Galloping Gala. Oh. <laughs> Which is a formal attire required uh, string quartet dance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. What do ponies consider formal attire? They, they wear like dresses. Dresses and suits. Yeah. Like formal attire. The same thing us humans think of as formal attire. You, can, I, you can also be in costume if the costume is also formal themed. I love that, us humans. <laughs> <laughs> I know my place. <laughs> wow. Continue. So yes, if anybody happens to be there, I will be there. And uh, the, uh, the, the passing bro hoof would be very much appreciated. I wasn't prepared for you to stop, and I'm chewing on a cracker. <laughs> you know, I feel a lot better about going to Distant Worlds now that I've heard all that. Distant Worlds was beautiful, by oh, the way. Uh, there, there are photos on Heavy Blog is Heavy from, uh, on, from August 24th. Yeah, yeah. And they're good pictures. I saw them. Yes. That was Thank very you. well done. My first Distant Worlds, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised as not being a Final Fantasy fanboy. Yeah, I met, I met Nobuo after... And yeah, I just I like your picture. Isn't he adorable? Oh my god, I love that man. <laughs> He's so little and fun. Yeah, I love that man. He hugged me. I was he does that. Yes. I bowed when I met him. I did too. I mean, like formal Japanese bow. <laughs> you have like, to. No, I, I did the whole we are. Yeah, I'm not, not worthy bow. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't do that. I'm like really? too, too fanboy. I have to formal Japanese this. <laughs> Wayne's world him? <laughs> are you surprised? This man is single-handedly responsible. Is the most He's reason the that I have yes. a music yeah. career. Oh yeah, so, same. Oh yeah, he's huge. So it was really cool. That he was there. Well, minus the career part, actually. But. Well, you know. Um, uh, of course, if you want to, um, as always, you can support my music on Patreon.com/slash/VikingJesus. Um, I'm working on releasing a new song, hopefully by the end of the week, uh, called "John the Magical Flying Space Taco." Um, it's it's got a bit of a Spanish and sci-fi fusion. Dios mío. I think you'd actually really enjoy it. I think everyone will enjoy it, but you know. Did you just wink at me? I wink at everybody. Oh, no, I don't feel special anymore. <laughs> you guys are adorable. 
Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's the that's the only thing I have fun to announce. So, um, as usual, um, Kyle, this is the part where I talk at the speed of light. Uh, you're more than welcome to try to follow along, but okay. And with that, if you like what you hear, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerHeadRadio. Follow us on Twitter, at GamerHeadRadio. I'm at Viking Games Live. He's at Sir Goatsworth. He's at T-E-K Charlie. He's at Kyle Gatto. And at Save Continue. And what's the heavy blog one? At Heavy Blog. At Heavy Blog. <laughs> um, we're on Google+, we're on Stitcher Radio, we're on iTunes, we're on our own fucking website, GamerHeadRadio.com. We have an official GamerHead Radio app on Android. It's free. Download it. Um, whatever it is, on whatever avenue you listen to us on, please give us five stars, plus one us, upvote us, whatever it is, on whatever thing you listen to us on anywhere ever in the history of forever um if you'd like to get a hold of us for any reason whatsoever you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com um you can also get a hold of us on the official gamerhead radio hotline which is largely unused these days uh call 94926 gamer and we promise that if you call it we will use your voicemail unless you give us explicit instructions not to even then um, or, or, or a very good reason not to like, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> very small asterisk on that promise, but otherwise, probably no, 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 yes. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, folks, uh, next week we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead season two. Um, so if you're not caught up to the game, our feature is going to be a little bit spoilery for you. No, it's um, probably going to be completely spoilery. It's going to be completely spoilery. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to be like 14 feet tall, like Hollywood letters spoilers. Yeah. Um, so you may want to just hit the news next week if you haven't finished the game, but it, the you know all five episodes are out right now, so you have time between now and next week. Um, other than that, that's everything, right? With a specific, so tying those two things that you said together, um, any impressions and thoughts that you guys have about The Walking Dead Season 2? Yeah, we're, we're going to have a discussion here about this, uh, about Season 2 because uh, we're people with opinions and we like to spout them. Um, yeah, so, so, so send in your questions, send in your comments, um, especially like any impressions that you walked away with. And, even uh, Season 1 also, I mean, yeah, we can go back yeah, to that. Uh, even, you know, like, like, especially there's a confirmed Season 3 for Walking Dead. If you want to tell us like where you think it'll go because throw, money even because yeah um you know throw that in um you know it, it should be uh it should be a good episode this episode of gamerhead radio is brought to you by game journalism simulator don't read the comments this has been gamerhead radio Okay, so so real quick, you need to tell them the story. Okay, yeah. The... So basically, one day my friend said that I'm like I'm I'm trying to be this like positive person and not be this like this asshole, cynical asshole all the time. And it's just like my friend Kaylee is just like you know Kyle, you're the Andrew WK of the gaming industry. So I went on Twitter and I'm like Kaylee Bristol says that, and I tagged him. I'm like I'm the Andrew WK of the gaming industry, and he's like you know what, I'm the Kyle Gatto of the partying world, and I'm like. And that was the greatest mention that Kyle ever got. Yeah, that is pretty. Nice. Pretty sure he printed yeah. it out and framed it. I haven't done that yet. Have you, have you met, you met him? him? Huh? Have you met him? No, I haven't. Oh, he's cool, dude. So, yeah, I, I met him at Warped, the one year. 
Oh, it's just a cool yeah. dude. It, 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 it's hilarious. Like, I'm like, oh, he's got to be completely dead. No. No, he's just a cool there dude. There is no line. It's no, he's him. just a cool dude. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, dude, you are like. I look up awesome. to him so freaking much. Yeah, he, I like his stuff. I was like, I mean, I'm, it's like his music isn't even like that important to me. It's just like the person that he is. I'm oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, I love you. Mm-hmm. 